Okay. Uh, well, shit. Here's the thing. Zoom also cut out, so... Um, but that just happened a minute ago, so... This is all after podcast talk, but if this even comes out, uh... Um, still send me what you have, everyone. And I then hopefully stitch it together with the Zoom. If this episode exists, we'll see. Hey, everyone. It's Zach here. Uh, what you just heard was... Uh, my moment of panic when we found out that uh, Matt's audio stopped recording and so did the backup Zoom audio recording that we use uh, just in case stuff like that happens. Uh, so this episode's going to be a little bit of a weird one. I put it together as well as I could. Um, uh, but mid NXT recap, you'll notice that Matt stops existing and you might hear us laugh at some jokes that you didn't get to hear you just get to you know guess what that joke was and uh put it in for yourself just pretend with your with your imagination that's kind of fun um anyways uh and i cut off the end of the episode you know where we answer questions and all that but um yeah so sorry about that uh we'll do our we we'll we'll do better do our best We'll, we'll do better we'll do our best that's all i have to say about it well anyways uh Sorry. Here's the episode. Drop. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends, made better friends, still love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Matt. Zach. Hello. Oh, it's That's the he. birthday That's... boy himself. <sighs> yeah. Happy birthday, Ethan. Ethan is a year older. One year older. Were you? One year Hold up. Older. Were you in a coma on your birthday? No. Oh, okay. I was not in coma. I was I was out of coma. Okay. Luckily, I've been in a coma the day after my I just, birthday. I'm in a turkey coma. <laughs> I just remember it being cold. Uh, it was October. Okay. 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 The month of October was coma month. Okay. Dude, everyone Tight. deserves a nice, good rest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and dreams of a Miller Lite gun. Dude. Yeah, I did dream of a Miller Lite gun. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, oh, you didn't hear about that? Oh, oh. I didn't hear tell about the, that. Tell the Miller Lite gun exactly. story. Okay. Well, I was in a coma a while ago, like a long time ago. During the and last non-pandemic, but maybe should have been? <laughs> yeah, it was swine flu. Um, And so... They had me just pumped full of drugs, and uh, I was dreaming so much, but I could remember these dreams so vividly. Like, one of them was my uncle walking around my grandma's house. He was shirtless with my cousin, classic and he had a move. giant glass, like, just, like, gun that was full of Miller Lite, and it had a Miller Lite logo. In my head, I'm picturing, in my head, I'm picturing... Like a squirt gun full of liquid Miller Lite, or was it full of cans of? No, it was like it was just full of the, of liquid, the liquid. Okay, but it was like just like imagine like a big like shotgun, but it's like clear glass. Dude, I am imagining. Um, I I realized that like some of these dreams were because they always just had ESPN playing in the room because mm. I used to always go to bed and wake up to Sports Center. Yeah, and so it's like beer commercials, and then I also had a dream that Flex. Uh, my friend Michael, 
joined the New York Giants. He had an NFL tryout. But we're in our 20s, <laughs> and he just randomly got a tryout. Oh, real. What, what's that movie? The Eagles movie, Invincible? Uh, the, I was going to say the one with Tony Danza <laughs> from Disney. Oh, where the he garbage the kicking. Field goal kicking, yeah. yeah. I think I remember the Philadelphia phenomenon. Yeah. That's the one. Oh, no, it's We Are Marshall. We are that's Marshall. the one about the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, that's the replacements. There are a lot of football movies. I know three of them. Rudy, four. The Little Giants. Any given Sunday? Oh, man. Fuck yeah. I'm a genuine football movie, football, football movie oh, boys. Friday Night. Legitimately the best one, Friday Night Lights. Dude, yeah, you got to get that. Uh, I love that soundtrack. You got to get that Explosions <laughs> in the Sky soundtrack. You know that. It's very good. It's a very good movie. It's a fun movie. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen the show. The also, blind side. I love the Remember the Titans. The blind that, side. that movie inspires me to want to go, like, fucking play football. I, honestly, I Remember love, the I Titans was was my love for Denzel. Uh, and, yeah, I that movie is a real good, feel-good football movie. Radio. That's another football movie. I think that one's kind of sad, though. The blind side. That one is the game plan. We'll start naming <laughs> Here's the deal. Game plan kind of rocks, um, but I have an affinity for children's movies with action stars. That's like a genre I really like. Um, it's the like, I, I understand it because you get to see like the big like macho guys actually kind of show emotion and feeling. Well, it's like, fairly endearing too. And as much as I love the pacifier starring Vin Diesel where he kisses Lauren Graham, um, yeah. Lorelai Gilmore, for those uninitiated. Um, The Rock is so good at that because he's The Rock. But he is so good with children. Good with kids. And he's so funny. He is is the most charismatic human being in the world. I'm very excited to watch Playing With Fire, the John Cena one. He really is like one of the most fucking charismatic people. Most electrifying superstars in all of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. In all of entertainment. Um, I, the, to, I nice. like when he was a uh, heel and would like yell it like that. Do the rock that, concerts? Oh, those are the best. Even though like they're not good to look back on now, it just shows how entertaining he is. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. if yeah. the content it doesn't hold up. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a wonderful man. Shout out, shout out, Dwayne. Still, <laughs> like I distinctly remember watching the Seattle Raw one? after yeah the Raw after um, uh, WrestleMania 19 where Goldberg debuted oh, interrupted his, a rock concert and speared him oh. his facials during that too and like when he got speared that was like one of the best spears mm. who do you think they're going to cast wow. as the rock and young rock um, um young sheldon young sheldon <laughs> how old is, oh, yeah. how old is it i think it's like it's it's him as a youth a troubled youth in in the streets of hawaii i don't i don't know the um lakeith stanfield <laughs> i don't know like child actors so just ricky starks i'll just be ricky starks um, the, oh, like it's going to be Ricochet. That's 15-year-old Rock. <laughs> ricochet, Ricky Stark. Um, it has they're, to be someone... both way too skinny. Yeah, it's got to be someone kind of buff. I don't know. Like, I think it's just going ha- to have to be Dwayne. I think he's going to have to play it's, young It's going to be an unknown. They'll have to do that, like the Irishman magic, the way that they, young, the ah. way that they youngified, uh, you know, Robert De Niro. All of them? Everybody. <laughs> Pesci, uh, David Lynch in that movie is really good. David Lynch in the movie? 
David no, Blaine in that movie is really good. Uh, Al Pacino playing David Lynch. Alpine Gino. He does a really good David Lynch impression in that movie. Survivor series happened, huh? Oh yeah. I'm not don't I know does my job. I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to speaking to rush us away from talking about how the 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 similarities of Al Pacino and David Lynch. I would never try to push us away from that conversation. Speaking of the rock, you know, he debuted at Survivor Series anyway, segue. Oh. <laughs> Alright. Let's talk about it. Uh, you know what? Let's get this out of the way. The Undertaker stuff was dumb. <laughs> it was, okay. Um, let's Unnecessary. Go. I was going to say, Matt, I think we're probably going to go to the same one, just the way you responded to that. Um, like, little kid me was like, I had a lot of emotions. Because first off, the Packers lost that night, so I was You're already You were already primed for an emotional evening. I was already primed and just fucking brothered out then. <laughs> But no, also, it's just like, for me, it's just like seeing all those guys come out, like Savio Vega, the fucking Godwins, like all that. Poor Kane, the only one that showed up in his in gear. In full gear, dude. They fucking, they ribbed him and you know it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, everyone's um, showing up, look like he did the payday. It's a costume party. <laughs> and then, it's like they did that to Shawn Michaels at a WrestleMania. And he got ripped and he got for it, jacked. dude. Um, but it's like, I, that's like my childhood leaving. And then, mm-hmm. like, also, like, my birthday was coming up. And it's like, just this weird thought of it's like getting older and things changing and like stuff like taker especially like even though like in the last like later years he's gonna show up it was a fairly constant for the last 30 years Mm -hmm. and as a wrestling fan for pretty much that entire run it's just to me was uh it was a time i I, like i said i felt a lot of emotions there it's like holy shit like i really am getting old and things really are changing derek hated that con hated your your uh poster hated your your take (laughs) and so he left yeah, he just left. I 100% agree with you. I think it is like, it, it's The Undertaker, and it, it felt like a, a moment for The Undertaker. That being said, it because of just the, the time that we're living in, it was it came off pretty fucking corny. Like, it needed it needed to have fans there, uh, because them having the piped-in chant of Undertaker, I actually kind of roller-coastered on that a little bit. At first, I was like, dumb, don't do that, don't do that. When they turned off the lights, it felt cool. But it did. It felt a little bit cooler. And it's also like, that is exactly what would happen if fans were there. They're not, like, trying to get us to like Undertaker. It's like, he, man, it's a 30-year career. That's what people would have been chanting. And so yeah. it's it was good that that was there. Because otherwise, it just, I don't know. It they felt, should have had, like, the guys they brought in, like, actually talk and, like, yeah. do anything. That I was baffled by that. That part was like, a strange. And, like... His speech, whatever, was fine. I just, I didn't feel anything. You loved the Paul Bearer and, part, is what you're... I mean... That I, was weird. I liked I, it, but it was weird. It was really strange, but also, I was like, oh... And I was like, he's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it was one of those things, it was, given the circumstances, I thought it was kind of sweet. My fear... The piped in, oh yes, I, I gave me goosebumps mm-hmm. for a second. Because it was like, it, it hit me right in that... Weird lord. Ooh. <laughs> Oh. You're that you're a- zooming in. You're zooming in on Ultimate Warrior, not on uh, <laughs> Undertaker, there, bud. It's really difficult. <laughs> is that, to is that, is that like a, a, a folder this for papers? Ro- no, it is a Road to WrestleMania board game that I got a grocery outlet. <laughs> oh, sick. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. That place also like I never realized how like how hard that place rocks. It's like until I went there to get the Gatorade. Yeah, you I get you get weird foods there. It's tight. It's different every I time. I, I love it. It is. I go there probably more than anyone in the world since That's I live next to you. Probably true. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, I guess I just wanted something, and it felt like nothing. Like It felt like all the ingredients of something without being cooked. Yeah, none yeah, of like, those... It's like you get, like, the HelloFresh or, like, Blue Apron kit, and it's like, awesome, this is going to be great, and then you don't cook it. I did think yeah. just eat the yeah. box. <laughs> yeah. it did, I did think it was strange, because, like, they mentioned The Undertaker a couple times in Survivor Series, but I really was just like, after uh, Roman and McIntyre, I was like, well, I guess they forgot to do anything with The Undertaker. And then it felt kind of tacked on at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're also doing this thing with Undertaker. Man, I'll, I'm going to, watching, I didn't watch it live, I watched it later. So being able to see how much time was left on the show after Drew and Randy, I was immediately like, oh, fuck, this is going to be not good. <laughs> like, seeing that there was more than, there was 37 minutes left. Did you when think there was going to end up being started. a match? And it was what? Or like a challenge or something? No, just because like I had, I had seen just enough on social media to know okay. like basically what it, the segment was going to look like. But when I saw that that's, that segment was going to be 37 minutes long. And Ooh, 30 boy. minutes of that was entrances? But it's the last time. I expected that. It's the last time. I mean, but that's in that... That is where it needs to stay, though. If it's if it is that thing of like, well, let's do one last tour for the old Undertaker, like like I was saying la- the other week. It's like if it's like one of those Kiss reunions, like this is the final time you'll ever get to see Kiss, but it happens every fucking year. Can't be doing that. But if this really then is at the Royal end, Rumble, they're gonna have the big bye bye. <laughs> are they gonna? See, yeah. Are they gonna? If they're gonna stretch it out, don't do it. But like, yeah. If they left I it mean, where it was at right there, I'm fine with a long ass entrance. Because it was like yeah. Lisa, I was saying, it's like, oh, this is the Undertaker. This is what we've seen for thirty years. I'll, I'll let him milk it as much as he wants for the last go round. But we, oh. the, like, the next time I want to see him is in like five years when he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't want him out there in gimmick like anymore. No. Because it, it, I was actually thinking about this with Vince out there. Every time I see Vince, he looks oh. less like Vince. He, he looks, looks like more he's like made an old of man. wax. Yeah, he, because it makes sense how old he is. He, he like he held off aging for so long, and now he's aging all at once. He's fucking yeah. like he chose the wrong holy grail like, at the end of Indiana. Yeah, Jones. now if you look close mm-hmm. enough, you can see the strings from the rafters kind of weekend at Bernie. <laughs> Bernie's like getting Vince McMahon. Yeah, and like I don't want that with Undertaker. Like I don't want him in like coming out for his Hall of Fame acceptance and suddenly looking really old but still being in gimmick. I just want it to be Mark Calloway from now on because I, like, don't keep, like, soiling the legacy of this character. Like, let it die. My my ultimate dream would have been if he, him and Kane, like, five years ago, would have both had a retirement match together Mm -hmm. and then, like, the next night on Raw, like, they both, like, come do their little fucking salute in the ring and then they both disappear. That's and it. Bur- bury each other in concrete tombs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they have like another concrete tomb there that has like a a mannequin Paul Bear head sticking up the top of it. <laughs> yeah. And then we <laughs> just holding the urn. Yeah. Yeah, holding the urn like out of it, and then they move those to like the archive place or like no the WWE headquarters in Stamford. So instead of the big gold statues, it's just the three blocks, and it's like fucking. Um, uh, Han Solo, <laughs> and then yes, yeah, yeah. in, in carbonite, and then we just don't yeah. hear from Undertaker for another few years until he starts having some bad takes about what lives matter. Yeah, yeah. So Taker's last match was the one with AJ, right? Yeah. Yes. 
So that's a that's a good way to end it. And his last in ring match was that tag match with Roman, right? Yes. And that no. was good. That was no. a good match. What, the, oh wait, shit! Yeah. Wait, did that come after Goldberg? That did come after Goldberg. Yeah, because that, that was redemption was, one. Yeah, yeah. And that was that a good way. match. Yeah. That was he did well. Like it was a good match. It was like <laughs> it's actually kind of cool thing because that was against Drew and Dolph, was it? It was wasn't it Drew and Shane? Drew and Shane, yeah. So like I don't know. There's enough history wrapped up in there, and it's kind of cool seeing like now flash forward a year or whatever, and now like Roman and Drew are champions, and like God, that wasn't that long ago, and it feels like it was like ten years ago. Everything pre-COVID feels like eight years ago. Like <laughs> I mean, Drew winning the Royal Rumble feels like multiple years ago. Yeah, Edge coming back feels like years. Oh wow, ago. yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, R.I.P. Taker. Hopefully, my fear is that Undertaker is dead, but American Badass isn't. Oh, well, that's still Undertaker. No, we're just gonna get Mark. Yeah, we're gonna get Mean Mark Callis. No, it'll be we're, like we're gonna get Booger Red. It'll be like that uh, that Matt Hardy promo on AEW like a month or so ago when he's like, <laughs> "Now I know that you just want to see Mark wrestle." And I'm gonna wrestle as Mark now. What if Mark Mean Mark Callis shows up in AEW? <laughs> That'd be funny. God. Um, or just the dead man. We can't be Taker, but it's the dead the, man. You know, like the dollar store way. action figure yeah. version of the Undertaker. <laughs> the coffin guy. <laughs> Mr. Spooky. Yeah. The funeral home operator. The autopsy. Yeah. <laughs> the forensic. God, the forensic. Fucking pet. embalm. He tried to embalm Steve Austin, and that still fucks Dude, me up. He's a forensic that lives rent free in my head. He had the thing. Go. Was he wearing his MMA gloves while he was doing it? Uh, pre-MMA gloves. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. That happened during Biker Taker. <laughs> yeah, before was, he was uh, the best pure ministry. striker. Yeah, Ministry Taker was just real satanic. Yeah. That's tight. Wild. That's tight. But yeah, Undertaker. Um, what a legacy. What a legacy. Yeah. Survivor. Yeah. Good run. He had a good run, kid. <laughs> Cup of coffee in the big times. Uh, let's talk the about um, the uh, eighteen-man dual brand battle royal. I missed it. Uh, the Miz like won. Geek battle royal. So it's fine. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I, just... I did. I mean, I so I don't always love things he says. He's kind of a clown i don't actually even follow him but see his stuff but david bixon span had a really good point about like wwe has been really like hyping up their covid protocol saying like they're keeping raw and smackdown rosters separate from each other and stuff like that and then they just like have a big battle royal between the rosters yeah i know COVID doesn't exist to keep them all away from nxt and guys like drake wertz so that's the real that's the real shithole there and keep away from nia jacks in mm-hmm. general, like for your own safety in multiple ways now, it seems. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um we'll talk yeah, about that. Miz one, beat Dominic. Um that's all I remember. I mean it's all like it's you've gotta keep the Miz relevant, like since he has the briefcase and stuff like that, but you don't wanna give him too much, you know? Like I thought this yeah. is like the perfect thing. To give someone in that spot. Right, because it was an opportunistic yeah. win. Like, Dominic thought that he had eliminated Miz. Uh, 
And also, like, I mean, every battle royal has this spot, whether it means makes the person win or like it's a fake yeah. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. every single one. But I actually like don't think I'd seen it presented this way of like, oh, the Miz just barely rolled under the rope, so it like you know, like it stopped the elimination, like it reset his elimination. Yeah, like right. I, I haven't seen it done exactly like that. I, I thought was... commentary did a good job the rest of the show, kind of like you know building that question, like oh you know we got a champ versus champ match tonight. Maybe the Miz is still high off his win. Like so there was that. And I, that's what you need to do. Yeah, there's that idea of like oh maybe Miz will show up, but then of course you don't see him the rest of the show. Yeah, yeah, you gotta tease it. You gotta tease the Miz. Yeah, you gotta edge us. Yeah, uh, team five on five men's Survivor Series match. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Man, clean Raw clean sweeped them. I liked Seth just sacrificing himself. Especially because it writes him. I get pretty much yeah. wrote him and off. He's like, I don't want to wrestle Matt Riddle. Well, and it felt <laughs> it felt weird that it was Sheamus. Was it because Sheamus and Murphy have the same hair color? They probably just forgot who it was. <laughs> he was just like he yeah. was just like. I do always tell Anya that Seamus is her because he has a septum ring. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like I felt like if it was like a passing of the torch type thing, AJ might have made more sense. But it was just like, what did he say? Did he say do your part? Do your part. Do your part. Which I I like. I love this weird like post success like post cult success cult leader seth where it's just like man he's unraveling yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was just weird to me that it was seamus i don't know why but seamus yeah. makes sense in a way like if you look at the like uh like daniel bryan wrestlemania victory and shit like just him destroying someone with one move like the brogue kick is like booked that's, that's that, a good move to do that that makes and sense then, then also like they're Kind of giving Sheamus a weird baby face-ish type mm-hmm. thing. Especially now with Braun going back to the dark side. Yeah, I think um, they just need some more baby faces on, on Raw. And like the, Vince always thinks that Sheamus is just this big star. I mean, big He's, Irish dude. Like, it's funny because like in real life, Sheamus is like one of those like in real life baby face faces. Like, his Celtic Warrior he, workouts like, are actually really fun to watch. They're great and like also like the story the fact that he should have retired a few years ago and seems to have like saved his career like you know i have no love Cesar. for Cesaro. Cesaro saved his career by taking all the bumps <laughs> yeah basically but you know and then but there's that period of time like after they broke up where everyone was like oh Sheamus probably only has a few matches left and now it's been a few oh, years his neck right he had that ed- he has the edge yeah. he has edge neck yeah he has edge- stenosis. Edge yeah neck. so like i i'm happy for him as a person getting to like I, I I hope they figure out something cool with him. Yeah, I you know and like I've been you, you hear on all the sort of like backstage stuff that whatever like a month ago him and and Riddle had that qualifier match, uh, and uh, it seems like since then, you know you get you hear the old oh Vince is getting pretty high on Sheamus backstage. Vince is getting high on Riddle backstage. Um, getting high with Riddle backstage. <laughs> that'd be a fucking picture. Has has Vince. <laughs> Does Vince smoke with Snoop Dogg? Does he? I don't know. Because every time Snoop Dogg has been at WWE, like this is like well, some of my favorite Bruce Pritchard stories, actually, like of stories of when Snoop Dogg's around and just like yeah. basically everyone in the company takes turns so that there's only like one person at a time going to hang <laughs> with Snoop Dogg in his trailer. <laughs> and and just... one time the Athletic Commission showed up on a sh- like surprise showed up. <laughs> oh shit! At a show that Snoop Dogg was at. Um, 
but basically they bribed the athletic mission person with by letting him go hang out with Snoop Dogg and like definitely smoke weed with Snoop nice, Dogg. Nice, dude. Tight. Just the get- picture of of Kobe Bryant and Snoop Dogg is one of my favorites because Kobe's eyes were the fucking reddest. Just red as the, the devil's dick. That was exactly the thing I was about to say, Matt. <laughs> it's a very fun one. I I love I love Snoop and Martha Stewart being buds. I think that's cute. I like mm. how Martha Stewart was like fucking fucking hardened up, dude. She was in rich white people, people jail. I was gonna say, she, but she's done more prison time than Snoop. Yeah, it's true. And she didn't snitch. I watched that Takashi documentary on Hulu. No, I don't know. What that guy, I don't know what that guy's future is gonna look like. It's a fascinating story. But I do not know what that guy's future is going to look like. And that is not, what, is not what, I, what at all I even want to talk about, though. Oh, I'm thinking what? of... I get my uh, abusive SoundCloud rappers mixed up. I'm thinking of XXX Extension. I don't know anything about that guy. But he's it, dead, right? His name gets stuck in my head yes. sometimes. Yes, I he's, thought a dead, t- he's a dead abusive one. I thought Takashi 6 9 was dead, too. The one who ratted on his no, whole he's... gang. Look, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people. Yeah. Anyway, wrestling. Uh, are we done talking about the Survivor Series clean match? Clean sweep and Jay yeah, Jay Uso, you know, was the last one on SmackDown Team SmackDown, and his I, performance left a little to be desired to the to the eye in the eyes of the Tribal Chief. To his papa, I, I love that. Like he like was like had so much fire, like trying to be the one to like carry his team to victory, but it just wasn't enough. Yeah. Like. They they told that story really well. The only thing is, uh, he needs to learn a second move. <laughs> I know. Huh? Like he's the only like he's the only person who super kicks more than the young bucks. He really does throw that super kick around like nobody's business. Him and or the splash. Him and him and Kevin should just start the big boy super kick party. Dude, yeah. <laughs> the thing about Kevin when he super kicks is like it's a special treat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like he does it in almost every match, but he doesn't like only go, do that's it. That's not the move he does to take everyone out. Like he, you know, throw Kevin a punch. Has a million moves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jay, he, he was a, he was an indie guy. So Jay really does has have a the million. He, for my money, he has the best like exasperated super kick going today. Where it's just like it's just he'll throw it up out of. He's a good throw a super kick out of nowhere guy. You know who actually does? Sean Michaels, Dolph, like going today. Oh, Dolph, Dolph has the best like exasperated like last ditch effort one because he always does the Sean Michaels collapse on top. He does do that. Um, real quick, one little thing from SmackDown is uh, Dolph and the Street Profits had a match, and before they were just like, uh, Dolph, wait, why are we wrestling Sean Michaels? (laughs) And Um, also, okay. The fucking mustache line. Yeah, that was dumb. What the hell was that? I don't know. They forget. I think so. They just. I think they just forgot that Bob Roode has a beard. Yeah, I think so. I think they wrote it all before, and but didn't Google what Bob Roode looks like now? Or didn't just go look at him? (laughs) (laughs) Haven't seen him since he came back. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. <laughs> but I did like, he's like, no, he just really likes Shawn Michaels and emulates him. And it was it was cute. Dolph, like, accepted it. Because he is Shawn Michaels. Because, yeah, what's he going to do, deny it? <laughs> Dolph looks like a fucking a guy in a MAGA rally. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Does look like that. Um, 
Uh, speaking of Street Profits, man, these are good segues. Uh, Street Profits versus the New Day. This is cool. This match was so yeah. good. Yeah. Like, I I thought that there were like, for a pay per view that like, you know, is meaningless. Not, like, there's not a lot. It is me. It's kind of meaningless. I thought they did a really good job of like telling a few different types of stories with these matches. Like the like men's Survivor Series match was like 100% in service of the J storyline. I really liked but, how it was a I mean it was really a, a babyface versus babyface match, but the mm-hmm. New Day worked at certain points it was like, you know, it, in, the, the in the context of that uh-huh. match, they were they were working heel and it was actually really exciting. And yeah, then like yeah, this match was like such a different story, but it's so mm-hmm. good. Mhm. It was I liked how they did their their big final move, but it wasn't good enough because it's usually Big E on the bottom. That's a that's a nice little story. It's like the they're not, hour. yeah, they're not as good without Big E. Like I'm trying to find a kayfabe reason why the big ending actually works as a move. Yeah, I know. Huh? <laughs> that being said, um, it was really nice to see the three of them together, dressed up oh, like yeah, the Gears of War guys because they're in a fucking that's big ass video that's game. Fucking, that's that, like, fucking payday, dude. for this fucking gimmick that like. When it debuted, they were preachers, and they were just like, they were left for dead. And then with how they changed everything, um, and really just rolled with it, and let them be themselves. They fucking blew up. They're in and gears it's so of fucking cool. war. Like, yeah, it's great. And, Xavier would have been fucking fired. Xavier just got announced as like the host for G Four. Yeah, like he's gonna be one on their new on their new network. Really. Also, like his up up down down channel, and like he still gets to do streams and Twitch and all this. Because um, the, he's going to, like, for better and for worse, he's the poster boy now for doing things the right way and by mm-hmm. the book. Mm-hmm. But because of that, like, he gets all the, he has merch for Up, Up, Down, Down with a shop powered by WWE shop. He has um, the gaming channel, which everybody else is moving to, like Shayna Baszler and Jessamyn Duke and Dakota Kai and me, they have a channel that's moving to Up, Up, Down, Down. Oh, okay. got to be the host of G4. He's building his fucking post brand. Mm-hmm. Like, what a fucking, like, and hearing about his day, like, on the New Day podcast, this dude's so busy, he's so charismatic, and mm-hmm. he's fucking awesome. Good for fucking yeah. Austin Watson. Yeah, I have an interesting little segue to, based on the video game stuff, so Shayna Baszler and Jessamyn Duke do a lot of stuff with RJ City. And RJ City is on WWE programming sometimes. Does he have like a side deal or something? Um, since he isn't like signed anywhere, um, they just can bring him in for whatever. And, okay. Like, he, they probably don't hate him because he never appeared on the other show. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That checks out. It was just a weird yeah. like because he does a lot of stuff with like random people that. <clears throat> I think he's actually just friends with. He's been on the bump too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and he was on the draft show. I watched some of that because I really like him. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if once the borders open, like fully back up, he makes his way into that. He'd be a great host. I mean, I, I don't, I love him, and I don't know him as a wrestler at all. <laughs> well, I could see him like as like a content creator, like talking head person not necessarily a wrestler there yeah, yeah yeah he's he's fine in the ring like he's nothing special but he's like completely like competent basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um anyways uh 
Yeah, it was nice seeing the New Day back together again. Street Profits uh, ended up beating them, which surprised me. But good That's for them. That's what needed to happen. You yeah. to get the younger team over. And apparently, um, like backstage, like um, Street Profits are one of the teams or one of the acts or whatever that Vince actually wants to make sure there's always something for right now. Oh, cool. New Day and Street Profits are two of them, to be honest. I mean, yeah. And they've they've proven it. I feel like as far as uh, the, I guess now SmackDown champion, but what they were doing with the Raw Tag Team division and now with SmackDown, it's like they really have proven that they can hold that, that torch as far as being a mm-hmm. really, really good tag team. Also, like, Montez is so fucking charismatic. Um, Dawkins is getting more mm-hmm. charismatic. He looks mm-hmm. like, he, like when he first started, he probably just fucking had the snooziest promos ever. Yeah, huh? Montez Ford has a, a frog splash that makes my jaw drop every time. He'd go so high. It, it's crazy. High above me. He's so lovely. <laughs> he gets um, high. Yeah. Uh, let's go. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Bobby Lashley won. I was hoping for more obstacles, but uh, and more transphobic humor. But he's got a straight up match. No, it was uh, it was what it needed to be. But it was to me, it was honestly not that great on the pay per view. Yeah, Sammy got vertigo again. Yeah, that's right, vertigo. That's right. It it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It just it was there. Yeah, Mm. they're not a good match. Like it's not a story I like. Like Sammy isn't like a small like small enough dude to be like do the like just get thrown around by Bobby Lashley thing yeah but like and Bobby Lashley isn't enough of a worker to like work a Sami Zayn match yeah I I, both of them are good at what they do yeah but I I always think of Sami as a small boy him and Big E are the same height (laughs) yeah he's he's big he's taller and like a little thicker than you like you realize yeah like Jeff Hardy. Hardy yeah he, especially these days, because he's like thickened out a bit. Yeah. <laughs> he's all disheveled and yeah. starting to learn, it, starting to revolution. I love how much he looks like shit, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. My favorite things. He, we'll he, get to SmackDown. Like, yeah. His, he looks like absolutely. His character shit. is like a, uh, you know, a, a Sami Zayn conspiracy theorist, which is kind of fun. Uh, yeah, and then, he's a bad guy, and he he's says good things. Right about most. Uh, things. Oh yeah, we'll get into that in SmackDown. Yeah. His yeah. No, but yeah. Um, yeah, it was fine. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Asuka. I was real hyped, and it was fine. It was good. It needed five minutes, either on the front or back end. Yeah, it um, was 13 to, minutes. If it had five minutes at the front end of it, they should have started off slower to build up to where they got. Or if you put five minutes on the back end, they should have hit like the extra next gear. Because they started yeah. hot, but then it just kind of like stayed at that same. Mm-hmm. And it didn't go up it didn't get that crescendo you need yeah yeah i see i loved it um at the time to for to be fair i was also very stoned uh when i was watching this pay-per-view um and so um when i I re-watched it and i was and i definitely agreed like it was really good it could have been like a little bit better but it's also it was really good though and it was nice to see saw you know sasha's really breaking the uh the stereotype of not being able to hold on to her, uh, or def- I mean, obviously this wasn't for the title, but being able to win 
like those yeah, kind of big matches. Asuka can lose and it and it won't hurt. Exactly, her right exactly. But she's been just on fire. I agree. So which is weird. Awesome. That's not what we would have said when she first signed. Yeah. No, well, I mean, it was a very different time back yeah. then. Yeah, too. like they, they've 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 uh, done enough with her equity where she's beaten everybody. Mm-hmm. And she literally, there's no challenger for her on Raw. Like, there's literally. Uh, we'll get to it. We got one now. Soul Survivor. Yeah, let's talk How about the women's. Dare you, man? <laughs> let's talk about the women's Survivor Series match. Oh, this was so fucking stupid. It, I mean, um, you, it was uh, telegraphed. Here's the deal. But <laughs> I like the way it ended. To be honest, I hated that Peyton Royce eliminated Bailey first. I was upset because like Bailey is was just the champion and she got one move from this new new kid who is not even being booked well like Shayna should have choked her out Naya should have hurt her for real or something <laughs> like I, it <laughs> shouldn't have been Peyton yeah. Royce or Lacey Evans it just oh, makes it definitely me... should have been Lacey Evans. I actually, I totally disagree because we talk about how there's no challengers for Asuka. Well, like, how do you build a division? You gotta build, bring some people up. And it was her finish, and it's a sick finish. And, like, she that finish has been booked strong. Like, people don't pick out of that finish. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, that, and and that's she got true. caught because ba- Bailey is a shit heel who is being distracted and stuff and then got caught by a finish. So, like, I don't think it makes Bailey look bad. And that's I think true. That does a lot for Peyton. You gotta build, One, build except up. that then Peyton was then clowned out. Yeah. 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 That, that's the part that sucks that's, is that yeah. how Peyton was then eliminated because then it makes. What she did kind of irrelevant. One exactly. thing, one thing I did like about it is Bailey like sold it on commentary. She was like, she justified it by saying that she doesn't play well with others, and she's like, "Have you ever taken that move by Peyton Royce? It's good. I'll fight you one on one, Michael Cole. Let's do it." It is just, it's it kinda, gr- I like it's that. Interesting. And she, looking at it now, like the list of it too, it really like of Jericho. Looking at the list of Jericho, which is what I've been doing this whole episode. Uh, no, I. They really did. They. Uh, it undoes a lot of what they're attempting to build within that the bubble of that story. I think to have, you know, Peyton eliminate Bailey. Like I said, I was actually fine with that too. But then, yeah, and then Peyton's eliminated by Natalia, and then Natalia's eliminated by the Southern, the sassy Southern Belle, Lacey Evans. So it's like, it just doesn't make anyone look very strong. No, it's yeah. 50-50 booking within within a within, within one a match. bubble of one match, which is like, come on now. Yeah. I would have liked to see like Bianca go on a tear and eliminate a bunch of people and like surprisingly eliminate Shayna or Nia or something like that. But maybe that happened and I just don't remember. And maybe I wasn't paying enough attention to, but I feel like they really could have put a little bit more emphasis on like the reunion of the Riot Squad in this match. But because that was the best worked part of the match. Yeah. <laughs> like the Riot Squad versus Nia stuff was actually was fucking good. Like I hate watching Naya, but like watching their their like teamwork to bring down Naya was really good. And I texted to all of you like when I watched, but Liv has gotten really fucking I think good. So too. Like not just like oh she's improving, she like whatever. She's like in that match at least was like legit, really, really. Good. Oh, have you? And also, have y'all seen her uh, her YouTube channel? Mm-mm. She's awesome. She just she, she just lives movies. in like a rural area, and she has chickens and whatnot. She seems really no. Good. Um. So Jen and I were talking about this with Liv Morgan because it's really funny 
she's like fairly young and like you can tell she's like, super influenced by the people around her so that's her being super influenced by sarah logan like 100 percent. and then also like with like how she dresses and like she used to just like look like a just a jersey girl but then she like added a lot more elements to it like as far as like quote-unquote punk rock because hanging out with ruby riot who was like, that's what he looks like it's just really funny to see it's almost like kind of endearing it's just like oh like she's so young and still so like impressionable and, like, herself yeah just trying to find herself and like that journey and getting as she's doing that both in ring out of the ring and everything can actually really make it like, it can really I'm, get a connection. i'm excited for that documentary about her actually like yeah did she like also i love her her shoot voice because she sounds like a lady who works at the DMV. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I am Liv. Um, I, how the fuck do I have this voice? <laughs> like she like sounds like the the like slug lady from Monsters Inc. <laughs> and you never expect What's that kind of Liv Morgan. Um. Oh yeah. yeah. So La- let's talk about the Soul Survivor Lana. Yeah. So Lana was like outcast from the get go. That's Just been the whole story. Just fucking crying on the fucking stage. The fucking oh, with the lipstick smeared like that was dumb. She's, like that was dumb. It was too fucking much. Like it was really like it, it was really uh, act you know actor act acty. It was very much like she was <laughs> acting in the thing, not a part of a live performance. If you want to make it- her a fucking baby face. Have her defy Naya or like just uh, fucking punch Show Naya. me some fire, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, I did yeah, like, like that she won. She was the sole survivor, like despite the bullies, like whatever they did. Like it was their fault that she yeah. was the sole survivor. Uh, but yeah, I wish she would have like tried to fight back or there something. There are ways they could have done the same story, but not made her look so fucking stupid in yeah. order to do it. Yep. Like yep. you don't have to make her like look super strong or anything like that. You can still make her look like basically like a joke of a wrestler who like you know just happens into a win um but you don't have to make her look stupid to do it. Right. Like have her fight back and then like get like tossed into the bit the barricade or something by Naya but have her technically never enter the match, so then she still is the sole survivor. Mm-hmm. Like, do something where it's not just her sitting there crying with, like, smeared makeup, like, yeah. being un- making us all feel uncomfortable. Exactly, because you could tell that she is doing her best with what they're asking of her. And so it's, like, one of those things yeah. where, in this instance, it's not... To me, it doesn't look bad on Lana, necessarily. Uh, we, you know, we... I, I, for instance, when she was doing that thing with Lashley where her whole gimmick was just yell all the time, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then with this new gimmick, it's like, oh, I think really she does the best with what she's given, but she's not given anything that I think is actually relatable to anybody, mm-hmm. despite what must Vince McMahon must think, because he clearly likes her. Um, and she does try this hard, is, but it's just not. It has like a, a reminiscent feeling of remember when... Dana Brooke was like reading a book. It's like like being okay with your okayness uh-huh. and shit like that. Yeah. It's like that. It's like just like in Dana's like I know I've been losing, but I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> I I is this? I think this is Vince like having a gimmick in his head, I, and not being able to get over it until it works. And I think that gimmick is how he sees Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Lana, your girl Shane. <laughs> Shana. Nobody wants you here. Go cry out on the steps. 
You I gotta try gotta to kill yourself to impress me. I almost loved Shane one time, and then I heard him crying in his room, and I decided that he wasn't worthy yet. I, think I the almost liked time... Shane, but then he didn't order a steak. <laughs> I think the only time Vince has ever hugged Shane is probably when they got back to Gorilla after Shane came back in 2016 and got that huge pop, and that was just because of how huge the pop yeah. was. Like, he would have given any of his performers a hug for that pop. <laughs> I just like when like he he's more of a father to Taker than he is to Shane. A hundred percent. I like when he hugs Triple H, and I just imagine at their holiday get-togethers, he just hugs hugs uh, Paul and just stares Shane straight in the face. Yeah, and it's like, I, it's I love him more than you. Son. It's one of those hugs where it, like it lingers for a second of like, oh, he's really in this moment. <laughs> like and one then, of those like and then <laughs> it's like Shane comes in, Shane, and then Triple H comes in, son, son, my baby boy, and starts crying. Kevin Dunn comes in, he's like. My better son. <laughs> Have any of you watched the uh, the gay Christmas movie? We watched it um, at the same time. I was on. Oh, you were there. You were there. I too? guess I wasn't on the little camera, but yeah. The, I couldn't see, and I was in and the, out. The but, happiest um, season. Happiest season. Um, there's a there's like three daughters in the family in that movie, and one is Jane, and everyone just like shits on her and but she's also like the best uh-huh. one yeah and that, it, i strong shane in totally. yeah jane, jane like shane. she gets home and the, her parents are like oh jane i'm so glad you're here we need help with the router yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> they're all stoked to see like their other daughter drew big shane energy big shane energy. versus roman reigns it hey. was long it was long it was long. I liked it, but it was good. Especially at the like, it, like when they kind of turned up the heat at the end, and mm-hmm. uh, Drew's kicking out of spears and shit. Yeah, that weirded me out. Like Roman never did. Roman never kicked out of a claymore, right? So they like, really protected the claymore. So Drew was stronger than Roman, technically. It's it's it. That's a WWE booking thing to do. Of like, <laughs> the, the one who loses is gonna. It still kicks out of like a finisher to keep them stronger. Well, like, and it, I mean, it makes sense because Roman's a heel right now, so it makes sense for him to be a little shithead. Actually, yeah. it's not even just a W. I mean, Kenny Omega versus uh, Okada the the first time, Kenny kicked out of multiple Rainmakers, but never got like the one winged angel off. That was like so a that, story. Yeah, that was the story of like Okada. Can get multiple rainmakers off, but it'll take multiple rainmakers. But mm-hmm. it like takes more effort for Kenny to get the one wing angel off. Yeah, so, like it, that that that's like a pretty pretty consistent wrestling trope of like we need both of these people to be strong. Mm-hmm. So like here's I, how you do it. Yeah, I guess just in my head, I thought Roman was stronger than Drew because he's Roman. But this is a different Roman. This is heel Roman. Yeah. We'll do whatever it takes. And. and- and Drew just like won the title back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. And he's, they're both, I mean, they're both like Vince prototype guys. Yeah. They're giant, handsome, like Jack. They can talk. They got, they got charisma. They got um, kills. They got swords. Do they do? Yeah. There's, there's chest protectors, bulletproof vests, you know, <laughs> tactical gear. Yeah. It's just everything. Uh, I, yeah. And it, it, to me, this match is one of those ones where it's like, uh, both of them stood to like both of them had a lot on the line reputation wise for this match, you know, in, in the 
that world. So I thought it was they did a good job of build, of keeping the SmackDown story around the thing with the the tribal family. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the thing with Jay's stuff was pretty compelling because like Roman had told Jay to straight up leave because he doesn't have room for losers around him today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. I fucking love how shitty he is to Jay now. It, dude, mm-hmm. and, but, and it's so compelling. And then Jay comes it's out. Gonna, it's going to make a great turn eventually. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It yeah. will. Jay really, like you say, he's got to develop more than that super kick. They were because calling him for a while main event Uso. So. He's main event. They did on, they did on Friday. SmackDown. Yeah, like the last few, he's he's really positioned himself as a main event guy on SmackDown, um, which is cool. And he feels like it now. He, he does. does. It's not a forced thing. Like, like, oh yeah, this guy's good. You know what? You know what? You know what? Uh, I was gonna, a twist that I hope happens, like really, really happens, is that Whenever Jimmy is like fully, fully back, you know, like he's been here and there, like he's been there, but like he's not Clear fully back compete. yet. Clear to compete. I hope that Roman accepts J- like Jimmy in without question, Ooh. just to make Jay even matter. Like I want to see like absolute like out of his mind Jay. Yeah, because like, he that's like, much better than what I was about to say. Because my thought is like Roman on a pole match. No, Jimmy comes back and is just like, yo, why are you letting him treat you like this? And then him and Jay have a little thing. And then after him and his and Jay's little thing, uh, Jimmy, Jay versus Roman somehow. Mm. But yeah, I your idea is much better. I see either of those happening. I, and it could be a little, I mean, like kind of a little bit of ever, all of that. Because like, imagine just like Jimmy coming back and Roman just bringing him in and Jay just like being pissed about it and stewing about it until like Jimmy finally does make a mistake. Mm-hmm. And instead of Roman being the one to like take out Jimmy or like, you know, put him down, put him in his place. Jay just snaps on him and just like decimates him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. I-, I like the idea of like a Jay base turn with like Roman and just accepting Jimmy, like nothing. Mm-hmm. Cause then you set up the, the match to get to the match mm-hmm. where like, like on a a B pay per view, like like you know TLC, TLC coming up, yeah. like hypothetically, it's like TLC would be like the the Jimmy versus Jay to get to the Rumble match, which would be Jay versus Roman, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. They, you got to fight the minions to get to the boss. Yeah, they should do a like a ladder match where you get like one of those lays, like the really nice like oh the, the family yeah. leadership, like the like like Roman puts it up there for them, like. Yeah. Go get it. Like, you're going to sit right next to me at the right hand of the head of the table. <laughs> yeah. We fucking wrote, we wrote this story for him. Just take it. Yeah. I know you guys listen to WWE. Yeah. You can yeah. have it. You can have that one. You guys yeah, fucking you... rib me by putting Sean Spears versus Dexter Loomis a couple weeks ago against each other on Wednesday. So I couldn't <laughs> watch anything. I was just angry. <laughs> they do listen sometimes. Remember when I said that thing about Randy and it happened? I yeah. don't remember what they it was. He listen to you too much. Like, <laughs> everybody gets mad when he says these things. We're going to do it. <laughs> this guy's got some good shit. Can't wait I for Lana to get the title from Asuka. Yeah, the sole survivor of Lana. Should, should, we, uh, should we get into to Monday Night Raw? Monday Night Raw? Yeah, let's, let's raw it up. Let's, let's raw dog it. Well, Adam Pierce was so fucking happy. With Adam Pierce, by the way, is like on TV more, more than, than anybody because <laughs> yeah. uh, he's on both shows and like for like multiple segments. Yeah, somebody 
I, like I said, somebody found out he could talk, and I think Vince just likes him because, A, he's like a giant company guy. And it looks, seems like he just does anything that's asked. And B, because he really can talk. He's an old-school wrestler. And even though Scrap Vince iron. always, like, fucking shits on that and wants to do comedy, he always then defaults to the old-school wrestler. Yeah. Because that's what he knows. He was so happy with the men's team for the, the clean sweep. Uh, he was saying that, well, now fucking uh, Drew needs a goddamn uh, opponent for TLC. Uh, and so, we don't, I mean, I I particularly, if, if there's any of these matches that we want to go back and, and Drew talk McEnfart? about. Drew <laughs> McIntyre. Uh, if there's any matches that, here that we really want to dive in on, we absolutely can. But it ends um, up setting, setting up. Well, I, I I think we should talk about how he said my name last. Yeah, yeah Bron got Bron got. I Bron got mad and I'm sorry. Well, Bron, why did you uh, why did you headbutt Adam Pierce concussing him? Because he said my name last, and, but he said last but not least, he should have just at least put me in the middle. I felt like I was forgotten. Yeah. No, it was sad. I wanted to make him forget, so I hit him in the head. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You did. He did, and he was he was. Uh, Riddle versus Sheamus was a, a hard hitting shit that yeah. they did last time. So and it was just as good. We had a series of three matches throughout the night: Riddle and Sheamus, uh, Keith Lee and Bobby Lashley, and then Orton. I was surprised Styles. on that ending. Yeah, well, and so the Wait, winners did of you those, say Orton and Styles, Orton and Styles, and the winner yeah. of those oh, matches would face off in a triple threat match to see. Uh, not not on Monday, but they will face off in a triple threat match to see uh, who's going to go up against through at tables, lotters, and chairs. That was good. Onion and is that, uh, who who is who would who won those Matt matches? Riddle. So yeah, Matt Riddle okay. and Sheamus no, had another match. No, no, no. Riddle. Sorry, I'm Riddle. So sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. Riddle. Uh, they had another. Uh, yeah, another another hard hitter. Those guys have good chemistry together. They just beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and Keith, Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley, that's just boy meat on fucking boy meat, dude. And fucking Keith Lee won. Keith Lee won. Hell yeah. Yeah, which is cool. Definitely cool. The Hurt Biz, yeah, I, we'll get more into it. Um, and then uh, with AJ and Orton, AJ went over. Nice. Okay, I hated this. Oh. The match is fine. The, the finish was so stupid. So the fucking fiend shit happens, mm. and then he just like stares at Randy. But then the lights go back on to regular, and then AJ hits the forearm. But what the fuck were AJ and the ref doing during the fiend? Shit? It's like, huh, this is strange. Like the ref ain't like trying to right. get you know, they just kind of disappear. Like they don't matter. So, yeah, I agree. But also to be fair, in if you are living in a world where the fiend is a real thing, and you see the fiend pop up, don't you just like? Chill. I think so, huh? Like, I'm just gonna. I I'm think, gonna just chill. I'm just gonna hang out back. Here. I think the fiend freezes time and space for everyone except who he is attacking. That's not true. I think it is. Commentary has has yeah. talked through his attacks. Well, he lets he allows them to talk. Oh, okay. He is he's they in control. Explain this. It's just like everybody that would like post on Twitter these giant like things, and then like I remember Kenny Omega like, had an interview. He's like. Oh yeah, I didn't think of that, but people had that idea, so that's fine. <laughs> like these giant like storylines that we try to do to ourselves to make things make sense. Yeah, because we'll, re- we'll just read way WWE, too far into things. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, but speaking of the Firefly Funhouse stuff was fun. There was the friendship frog that got murdered um, by Alexa Bliss, uh, which is pretty fun. So Alexa versus uh, Nikki, and it was just a throwaway. Thing. It was it was a story. That it sucks. was not. It was, well, it, I actually thought it was okay, but it was not in the context of a wrestling match. It was not a wrestling match. It was a segment. Uh, okay. It was. In, to, it sucked. To that, you know, I the story is going where it's going. I'm I'm glad that they're at least staying consistent. I think Alexa Bliss is doing a really good job, uh, transitioning into this sort of fiendish Bliss character. Uh, but yeah, it it was not a match. God, I bet pe- like creepy guys were writing fan fiction. <laughs> oh, e- oh, easily. Oh, yowie, wowie, it's out there. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so I I don't know. I still think adding Alexa Bliss into the thing with the fiend, unfortunately, might not be the best in the long run for Alexa Bliss. But it's doing a lot for what's going on there right now, uh, because the fiend alone is just like, kind of run his course. It just hadn't hadn't done good. So I'm glad yeah, that he's got, I'm glad that he's got a buddy, and I think Alexa Bliss is the right person for it. Congratulations to her friend. too. I saw that she got engaged to Ryan Cabrera of 2000 Ooh. early 2000s uh, uh, MTV fame. A little bit of tabloid corner there. Um, speaking of, Oscar and Lana were supposed to have a fucking match. It's not speaking of anything. That was totally. Uh, yeah, the the big match that we all wanted to see. The, yeah, Oscar, the sole okay. survivor, Lana. They 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 set this up like no like nobody thinks Lana's anything. That's the thing because like L- Lana's having a an interview with was it Charlie that's on uh-huh. Raw, and she's like Lana. You're the sole survivor. Do you think that puts you like in line for a championship opportunity? And Lana's like, "Oh, me? That, I don't know if I could do that." <laughs> then Oscar fucking dances like, "Yeah, I'll fucking fight you." Yeah, like, let's, let's go. <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah, go Lana. Woo! But it it's ended like, up not afraid it, it of her. Turned into a tag team match because Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax couldn't keep their fucking mitts off of this situation. And then, um. Lana and Asuka win the tag team match because Shayna Baszler's an idiot. Um, Why? What's she do? In the context, they just made her look like a fucking dumbass. Mm-hmm. So Lana's about to go through the table, but then she fucking shit cans Nia over the table. So she doesn't go through the table. Broke the streak. Shayna Baszler then's all pissed off and grabs her in a choke, even though she's the legal person in the match, and Asuka is the one that is about to, you know, just choke her or pin her. And that's what happens. She was focused on the person who shouldn't be in the ring, hitting her stupid friend, and then gets pinned. That's dumb. It's just not, it's gonna, not well thought out. No, I know where it's is. going now. I, I know exactly where it's going. Lana and Oscar are going to win the tag titles. God fucking damn it. That's terrible. <laughs> to be honest. And that's Lana's, that's Lana's big win. Like that's gonna be, she's going to be the one to pin Nia. Or the titles. And that, that I'm okay with. I, I'm actually upset that Shayna's involved in this at all. Because I think storyline, fine. You got three hours to fill, fine. You know what? They should, I, I'm, I'm, I'm mad that it just, we don't just get Shayna versus Asuka and like, who's gonna Right, and that's where person. it's like, what we know from like, because that's NXT thinking. It's like, oh, two great competitors that people want to see fight. Let's put them together. Let's get something going. They're fighting. Let's let's make them fight. It, it, in this, and I don't know if it's because we have a three-hour program that we just have to fucking fill time in, but there's so much shit that just is in the way of good things that you could do with these competitors. Uh, and there... uh, yes, I'm with you. Nia Jax probably just needs to fucking go away, especially concerning that, really she, telling she, that... she herself is like a, a public health uh, you know, concern at this point. Are and then they're... also, like, 
it's really telling that like Simone Johnson, you know, the Rock's daughter, has nothing to do with her. Neither do like any of the other Samoans. He seems to have yeah. like, really not be the nicest of, of folks. But are you? are there really no other tag teams on Raw? No, like, now you got what? Oh, what? No, Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans are over on fucking. No, they're on, they're Raw. on Raw. They're on Raw. But that's that's unfortunate. And that's and the Mandy Dana connection. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, oh man, but they have the story with Lana and Oscar. I don't. Raw sucks. <laughs> Shayna and Asuka deserve better. Mm-hmm. They just deserve each other and just to be hitting each other. Yeah. Or, God, what if they were a tag team? This, no one could ever beat them ever. It would actually be you really just... exciting to watch. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, it wouldn't because they don't have other tag teams really to work with. That are gonna that's true. That's, that's very that's true. Point. Uh, the last thing I want to touch uh, just on. Just imagine a tag team of, La- of Lacey and Nia. Okay, don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't. Uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship match of the New Day versus the Hurt Business. They had a second match, another match for the titles. Uh, New they Day had won. two matches. It wasn't. Yeah, there was a restart of the match. It was okay. Again, it was supposed to be the New Day actually getting counted out, but the refs are now supposed to call it more as a shoot. So if the wrestlers fuck up, it's the like they want to give the refs, unlike on a certain Wednesday show, they want to give them credibility. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was it was okay. It wasn't my favorite of theirs, but what are you gonna do? Uh Cedric's so good. They're all so good. I, I like what they're doing though with the hurt business and like having Cedric and Shelton as a team and then MVPs their their talker because Shelton can't talk very well. I mean either Cedric's not the best talker, but MVP can fucking talk. Talk. We can that man can talk. Um but that's yeah. raw. That's raw. We had some fallout from from, you know, the the pape. We yeah. made it through. Yeah. Well, should we get into SmackDown then? Talk about it. Fresh. Hey, I watched it this morning. I took very shitty notes because I was cooking breakfast. What'd you have? Um, pancakes. I make protein pancakes Ooh, nice. every Saturday. Cakes. Some blueberries. Yeah, Kodiak cakes. But oh, I put yeah. in. I put in some spices. I put in my apple pie spices. Hey, how do y'all feel about apple pie? Big fan. Yeah. Big fan. I like it in theory, but like not. Um... Like actually, it can like parson too much. So if I put Austin Theory's blood in it, you would like it. Mm. Yeah. You like it in theory. He, you got to put the pie in Austin Theory, and then you got to put like Austin, Austin Theory, theory in the, eats in the, the pie oven, because like, then he's uh, not like a, texting underage girls. Like a turducken. Um. Okay. Just wondering. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. A, I'm not the biggest fan. I'll have like one piece a year, and that's yeah. Like, see, yeah. that's what I mean. Like in theory, I, like all the flavors and everything are great. It's just like I just need one. Yeah, to be to be completely honest with you, I think I like the smell of it more than the taste of it. But it's uh, well, fine. None of you are getting pies for Christmas. Fuck you. But it's good. <laughs> what happened? I'm making a bunch of pies. I'm I've made three pies this are month, really? and I'm are trying you, to perfect my apple pie. I would love to be a test subject on that, Derek. I will eat. I will. I will eat the whole pie by myself, right in okay. front of you. Okay. <laughs> one thing. Uh, let's talk about Roman and Jay. Uh, Roman got mad at Jay for uh, uh, helping him at Survivor Series. You lost because they don't respect you. And if they don't respect you, they don't respect us. And that's our family. And they don't respect our family. That means they don't respect me. You think I'm a little... And he called himself a B-word. You think I'm a little B-word back there? I mean, Paul Heyman's probably like helping with his dialogue, and that's a... You gotta say bitch more. You love it. You must say 
<laughs> um, then Otis starts to come out to fight Corbo, and Jay assaults him because he's mad. But he got he's his basically by his fucking tribal chief and his friend. <sighs> Hold up, I was about to say the word retribution. Are they dead? No, uh, they were on main event. Oh, God damn it. That story could have been so compelling. Oh, um, actually, no. Like, apparently, main event was like really strange this week. I'm gonna find it. Okay. Like, well, I'm gonna know, finish. I'm gonna find this because apparently it was really weird. I'm gonna finish talking about uh, hey, hey. SmackDown. Uh, Street Profits versus Rude and Ziggler. Rude went. Rude rolled up Montez and they got the win. Uh, Mysterio family is happy that Seth is gone. So the um, titles changed hands, right? That was for the championship. The, no, no, it was, it was not. a non-title match. Okay. No. Um, uh, Corbo and Murphy end up having a match later that night. Um, Sammy versus Debray. Uh, this was great because of Sammy. Um, Sammy comes out and he said, uh, I don't respect Thanksgiving because of the genocide of Native Americans, the gluttony of you American people, and factory farm turkeys. <laughs> I was just like, damn, I mean, he thinks what I think. He's not, I mean, he, yeah, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah. And no. then um, him and him and Daniel Bryan have a have a fine match. Um, I really like uh, Sam. The end of the match is Sammy runs out and runs backstage and to have Daniel chase him. And then he runs back in right at the 10 count and wins. He wins that way. Very yeah. good shithead heel. Yeah, he's always great. Uh-huh. Uh, Jay beat up Daniel Bryan. Uh, Kevin Owens saves him and follows Jay around. Um, what I like about this episode of SmackDown is it feels like almost everything is serving this one story. Mm-hmm. Besides the women's stuff and besides the Baron Corbin stuff. I would say the stuff, the stuff with the Mysterio family is kind of its own thing. Yeah. No, but it, it, I like that, like, because, I mean, there's going to be different things, but there's a overarching set like um thing that they're doing an overarching story yeah. that's going like, to carry the show there's the one main story but then there's a couple like side stories going on yeah it's yeah. like a, it's like a good tv show it's like you'll have the main like thing the and then, but there's also like the little B plot yeah yeah it, it, but it makes the show more watchable because you get a little bit and you're like okay maybe i'm done with this like jace oh no like Kind of get you to something else, but they come back to it and you're interested again. So no, it's good. I like that aspect of it. It's good time. Yeah. Uh, Kevin goes up to Roman and is just like, for someone who loves family so much, you sure treat yours like crap. Mm. Uh, and then huh. Roman's Roman, like, he- for someone who loves family so much, you sure treat yours like crap. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, he doesn't, Roman's like, he does not look at me with fear. Fix that. And that is incredible. Like, because Kevin does not fear Roman yet. He's not going and he shouldn't. He beat Roman back when Kevin was champion. Like that is true. Yeah, I love so, it though. No, it's so good. It, Kevin versus Roman. Ugh, let's fucking do it. Yeah, and that's that's when him and Jericho, Kevin and Jericho, were like about to have like a big blow off, and they're like, "There's one person to blame for this." And then we're at the same time, Roman Reigns. <laughs> it was so good. But they kept teasing the breakup, and then like they did the thing where. Like Jericho punched Kevin to get Roman disqualified in a match and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. good time. That was a good time. Um, Bianca versus Natalia. Bailey was on commentary for it. Uh, Bailey. Bailey versus to- Michael Cole. When are we getting? <laughs> Hell yeah! Michael Cole. He's Hell yeah. At WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, it's true. 
Bianca or Bailey tries to distract Bianca because she wants Natalia win. I didn't really. I was trying to like do a bunch of stuff while scrambling this morning, so I didn't understand why she wanted Natalia to win and not Bianca. But because she's, Bi- she, she's bad and Bianca's good. Okay, okay. I didn't understand if Natalia was good or not or bad. So nobody ever. No one never does. That's part of the mystery. Everyone feels Spartan. <laughs> And then remember when she was just friends with the Great Khali? Her and Hornswoggle and the Great Khali would go to the ring and they'd just be kind of dancing. And, oh my God. and that was their gimmick. What a show. Sometimes um, I'm really glad I chose the years I did to not watch that. <laughs> Thank you. Bianca ends up punching Bailey and uh, then she ends up winning the match. Wait, um, is that a, a DQ finish then? No, she no. pins Natalia. Oh, oh, yeah. Or rolls her up with the KOD, the kiss of death. Oh, that's a cool sounding name. Cool name. Oh. Uh, Murphy versus Corbo. Murphy wins. I didn't get any of the other story the beats. The were, um, they kind of like did some trickery, which is oh, a little okay. heelish. Yeah. But when like Vince's thing is like you're being a heel against like an established heel, it's fine as as a babyface. It was kind of so weird to me that the Mysterios are like just like all cool now with Murphy. Exactly, dude. After he like legitimately was a part of like fucking taking out his eye. Yeah, that's what I thought was so funny is this whole idea of like, oh, a new day, a new day has risen for the Mysterio family and Murphy. Like things are all good now, but it's like, dude, this thing looks like it's about ready to fucking explode. Retcon Murphy. And just like now, his first name is Murphy, and then they give him the last name Mysterio. <laughs> Murphy Mysterio. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> My name is Buddy Murph Stereo. Um, Sammy was talking to Biggie in the back. Well, he went Great to Biggie promo. and Apollo. And mm-hmm. uh, what did Biggie say? Did he say like don't, don't let, don't bite the dog or something to Apollo? <laughs> I don't remember. But um, yeah, him and. Him and Biggie started talking, and just Biggie is the most charismatic human being. Oh, he is a delight. He he has such a weird. There's My such favorite a, number five. Like he's charismatic, but he's also like very attractive to me in a way. Like he's That's just he, is it the pack? He's just the an all legs. around hot boy, and mm-hmm. um, he seems so fun. He just seems like a fun-loving guy because even though he was, like, talking shit to Sammy, he was still being positive about it. He was just a positive – had a positive demeanor. All of, like, the people who are, like, wanting him to, like, get more serious and stuff, he was going to have a, a singles run. Like, this shows, like, he doesn't have to, like, change his character at all but no. still have, like, a serious edge to him. Because he got yeah. serious at the end when he's like, yeah, you should have a 10 count. You know what? Congratulations. You had a 10 count. Good job. And then he shakes his hand and holds it for 10 seconds and counts. And I like when he was like, five count, remember that? And um, did he ever beat Sammy? Were they in NXT at the same time? No. Yes, but they weren't on the same tier. So, like, Sammy was just coming in and Big E was, like, leaving. Okay, because that's when he did the five count was in NXT, right? Ah, yeah. Uh, it had the champion. fucking best fucking theme song. Look it up. It's great. Okay, I will. Um, but the first he... version with the hi-hats, it's better. <laughs> he, um... <sighs> Where am I going with this? Uh, yeah, he held his hand for 10 seconds, and he was very serious and very good. 
it was it was wonderful. I love it's, Biggie. It's it's like real. It's like like the thing is, is like it's like a real human type of emotion where yeah, and a real hero. That's what I love about these two is they're so natural. It's why I love Kevin Owens. Like he's so natural. They give like, like real human reactions, not like pro wrestling wrestlers ones. Yeah, which I like sometimes the pro wrestling ones, but also like. When somebody can naturally convey so much charisma and like different emotions really well, like Big E can, like Kevin Owens can, like Sami Zayn can, it's um, it's it just works out better. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it was cool. We're gonna get a program with them. I'm tight. I'm stoked. Maybe it'll just hope, be a match, but I hope Big E takes the the IC title. I eventually. do too. Like I love Sami having it, but. Um, Biggie, Biggie needs more on SmackDown, give, give especially a, if he's alone. Give him a better run with it than he did with his first run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we had Jay versus Kevin, and mm-hmm. yeah, Jay beat the shit out of Kevin. Then Kevin beat the shit out of Jay, as you would expect. <laughs> and uh, from what I remember, Jay was lying on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, so I had to sneeze. Um. They're setting up uh, Kevin versus Roman for TLC, Tight. Tight. which I think will be good. Yeah, especially because we've never seen them work on. Like, they've always worked Kevin heel, Roman babyface. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, be different. I'm excited to see it's how intense, their match Kevin. structure and everything changes when mm-hmm. you get like a fiery babyface Kevin I wouldn't be su- and a fucking yeah, I wouldn't just be persistent if this heel ended up Roman. Being a, a TLC match. Oh fuck! That means Kevin's gonna do something stupid. And yeah, the last time. The last time they had, when they had a match when Kevin was champion, Kevin did like the stupid like chairs pyramid to the heavens and then went through it. Yeah. So yeah. why does he always do those? Because because he's an indie guy. Not the chairs thing though, because he, he did that with Dean too at the Rumble match they had for the IC title. Remember when Kevin played Tony Hawk and just ran up that ramp? Dude, that okay, awesome. that was fucking that was sick. So that, that was, was the so coolest sick. thing I've ever seen in wrestling. Kevin's so sick. Um, I gotta pee. Talk about AEW. Okay. Or like, wait for me, because I didn't watch it. Um, also, just this was like um main event. Like I said, it was really weird. Well, apparently Retribution was on Miz TV, which doesn't make any sense. Miz TV was on main event? Yeah. Weird. Isn't that weird? What? So weird. And then also, like, they had Jeff Hardy versus Ricochet, and Ricochet won? But then it's because Elias was walking around and everything was just there. And then drifting. Yeah, just drift yeah, drifting. It was really weird. Like they actually like um did fucking like storyline stuff on main event, which is weird. Dude. Usually it's just like cold matches. Yeah. Um and then R Truth and the Gobbledygooker were in the ring because uh the Gobbledygooker did win the uh twenty four seven title. And then Mason T-Bar from Retribution came and beat the shit out of the Gobbledygooker. <laughs> that was main event. Like, that just sounds like a really strange show. That That's does. so weird. It seems like a lot going on for a fucking main event. Yeah, for a nothing happening stupid show that nobody watched. I don't think I've watched it one time. I did the week it premiered on Ion TV because it was supposed to be like a decent show. And it wasn't. <laughs> I think Sheamus was the main event. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, AEW. Let's see. AEW. AEW. I didn't watch too much of this, but I did make sure and watch. Um, I went back and watched the top flight versus uh, 
PH2 match because it's a spot fest, and that's what it was. Brady made a really funny comment to me, and I think it is the most true statement. He said, he said Top Flight is what they were expecting with Private Party, wasn't it? And I'm just like, yes. That makes so much more sense. It really does. It really does. And the thing is, I think Private Party could get, like, could and has a good chance of getting there. They're just, they're so young and green. Yeah, but, but like, like one of the dudes from Top Flight's 19. Yeah, but I'm saying like they're they're phenomenal. Um, but I'm saying like Private Party just like the worst thing for them was getting signed to AEW and not having like indie matches for as long as they, you know, like like just constantly working like every every week and you know that kind of stuff and keep getting better. Yeah, so, like being positioned as the next Young Bucks. Really on AEW <laughs> by like facing the Young Bucks was the worst thing for them. But yeah, um, if you like Spot Fest, this match is for you because Jack Evanson and Helico are kings of that. Pop Flight are Thank very you. good at that as well. Um, so that is a um, a match that if you like that style, it's going to be right up your alley. Right up your um, John Silver and Hangman Page. Um, they're trying to get Hangman in Dark Order. Jenna, That's you cool. This match? How was it? Oh, okay. This was during the Candice match on mm. Wednesday. Yeah. And, and then also I was getting food, but um, I went back and watched the Candice one because I need to see that. Um, I, I like what they're doing there. But anyway. Apparently, um, uh, so I also, you know, it's busy fucking week, but uh, I... I didn't, so I didn't get a chance to watch all of Dynamite. But it seems as though Hangman may be stepping a bit away from the uh, drinking all the time gimmick. I, I saw that Jim Ross hadn't, Jim Ross hadn't made mention, you know, or did make mention, like, oh look, who's not walking down to the ring with a drink? And then he didn't leave when he when he was done with What's, the match. He wasn't, he didn't grab a drink or anything. But he might be. Well, I think I think they're trying to like say he's so, like he doesn't know what's up or down now, and now he might join a cult. I'm always down for people joining. I still like that. Like, I honestly he hope so, so. He got so over by doing the beer thing and like doing all that, but they're still trying to make it like it's like this bad thing because like the young bucks are definitely like writing. It's like he's doing beer. He's doing. Oh, Adam. Oh. He's doing a beer. Um, but then uh, I watched clips of this because I was excited to see what happened with Taz. Powerhouse Hobbs is his name. Powerhouse Hobbs, mm. dude. Um, he beat up a, a geek, Lee Johnson. Um, what I wanted to watch is that Taz um, cut a promo saying that it's crap that the FTW championship is not recognized by EW. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't want to leave until it m- meant something. Cody Rhodes comes out with a producer's headset on <laughs> just to make sure everybody knows that he runs this show. <laughs> and then he said that he won. He would talk to his superiors, and then Taz was like, "Huh, that's how WWE would talk that corporate lingo." And then um, that made Cody mad for some reason. <laughs> Don't you dare compare me to them. I'm not like I was them. Employed for ten plus years. I'm uh, not like them. I'm like WCW. <laughs> <laughs> I am not exactly like them. And then Cody says, "Like, well, how come your fucking son isn't training with you? He's training with me." And then Ooh. fucking Cody like turned around. Taz put him in the Taz mission, which that's what I wanted to yeah, see. Taz it's been a long sick. time since I see the fucking Taz mission. He still got and it. And then choked out uh, 
choked up Cody. So Cody's and getting the FTW the title. Family, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening with anything. Safe to Shaq. assume. Safe to assume. Because yes. Cody, That's, Cody can't not have a title. Yeah. Hey, and then Taz, um, give me that belt. Hey Taz, give me that belt. What's what, what's fucking Taz's? What's his name? Hook. Captain Hook. Oh yeah, was, his son uh, is Hook. Yeah, his name is Hook. Yeah, his son is Hook. So that's his a fucking son, hook. Dustin Hoffman? That's, that's a fucking name. <laughs> Bad form, Pan. <laughs> um, let's see. Eddie Kingston did an interview. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I skipped over Jericho and Hager and SCU completely. Well, that sounds like you missed it. You sounds like you skipped out. over a, a match of the year contender. Just kidding. A I barn know, burner. I, I haven't heard anything I just about don't it. care about the MJF Jericho stuff. Um, I don't want to watch Jake Hager unless he's getting beat up by some affliction dad. And, in real life? In real life. Um. Oh, my God. Fucking. They just need to start over with Miro. Dude, they do. They didn't have him turn on Kip now. Well, it doesn't even matter because Kip's a giant geek, so not gonna get just shit. Di- I mean, just, 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 distance, just hand. distance himself from Kip. Have him turn on Kip, but then like not have it turn into a match or an angle. Have it be like beat up Kip once and then just move on. Have it just be <laughs> yeah, like a, it, have it just be a storyline where their friendship is just dissolving. Just, Kip keeps tra- trying to find Miro, and Miro's just doing his own thing, and he's like, "Oh, dude, hey, are we gonna still hang out and play video games like we said?" And Miro's like, "Oh." Yeah, yeah, man. I was gonna, but something came up. Stuff like that, you know. I'm just I'm fucking distance I'm just, I'm just, I don't want to play Call of Duty. I want to play um, Spider Man, something yeah, I like play that. Play <laughs> Um, yeah. So it's like best friends versus Kip and Miro, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, the the what the the angle was that Orange Cassidy turned off uh, Kip's TV and they were gonna play a video game. <laughs> So now best friends and Kip and Miro are fighting. Yeah, and then they did it's the off. contract signing for Mox and Omega. And her winter is coming. Because <laughs> AEW is stupid. It's so no, it's so timely because you know all know how that Game of Thrones show is is still on TV and everyone had a really good taste in their mouth about it. Yeah, uh, the end was so revered. It introduced um, Seth, fucking um, was it Palmer Cannon as a uh, not Palmer Cannon? What was his name? That was a dude that was gonna Paul Birchall as a pirate. <laughs> but it was like after Pirates of the Caribbean had already kind of hit for a while. Do you remember Seth? <laughs> remember Seth's like fucking uh, Ice King fucking contact lenses yeah, he was wearing for a but- sec. But that uh, was WrestleMania. that was at the height of Game of Thrones, though. It, it topical. It was topical then. Yeah, it wasn't a, like, it, this is like this is a typical wrestling where it's years behind. <laughs> Wrestling's always years behind everything else. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Especially fucking wrestling on TNT. What what year did WCW have the Kiss Demon? Wasn't it like ninety two? Like like well at Kiss like, is always no, it was like ninety nine. Like well after Kiss being like yeah, they're, Kiss was already it was on one their, of the worst rated segments in Nitro history. Kiss was on was their tenth the Kiss concert. Kiss was on their tenth, uh, you know, uh, last time ever reunion. Kiss is always relevant, guys. No, always, as long as people are out there ro- partying all night, rock and rolling every day, yeah. Kiss will be relevant. Yeah, yeah. I never liked Kiss. Kiss sucks. I actually the best dude, part I was of so uh, the best down. thing Kiss. Uh, Best thing Kiss ever did was just Ace Freely saying Toronto. Toronto. 
I mean, and that uh, God gave rock and roll song. I'm it, not, dude. It, I'm not gonna lie. It, it I have, I, 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 don't like any of them as people. I don't imagine, but I will fucking kiss it. If I turn on a radio, I turn on something. And kiss is playing. All right, all right. I like the song. I don't actually like the song, but it's a funny montage song by Paul Stanley. Live to win. It just sounds like an '80s like montage song, but he wrote it like in the 2000s. Oh wow! But, Great. Oh yeah. Was it a mo- in a montage? I feel like I can. I feel oh, like it, it was in Hot Rod, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that okay. was Paul Stanley. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that's Paul Stanley. Yeah, I like that even more now. Um, this is a good montage song. It sounds like it's from the '80s, but it's from mm-hmm. the mid 2000s. Gene Simmons is the worst bass player. He's not good. Not he good. as a person sucks. Uh, Sheeta versus uh, Anna Jay, which was fine. Abaddon came back, so at least they're like building something up. Who's Abaddon? She's she from AW was... Dark. Spooky. Yeah, she's from AW Dark. She's spooky. Oh, okay. Um, she's Sue so... Young. Oh, basically. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, oh. She's white Sue Young. <laughs> okay, she's like Sue Young mixed with Sarah Logan. Her, yeah, yeah. You know, it was I. I again, I haven't watched this match, but I've heard it was like a decent match, and they actually had two weeks worth of build up for it. And by that I mean wow. one week. One week of build up is actually what I meant. They had a bit a yeah, week then, where they built it, and then the week where it happened. And then Butcher Blade beat Penta. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, Pack and Phoenix with Penta on the outside. Um, oh. It's fine. Um, it's just. Blades is a good worker. Butcher's old. Yeah, he sometimes is. he just kind of lumbers around a little bit too much because, you know, he's had like blown out his knees. <laughs> he's a big, massive human being that started wrestling at like thirty-eight. Yeah, and he's <laughs> a real he's a real rock and roller too. He's got yeah, those he, rock yeah, and roll has, bod. Yeah, his tour tour bod like just tour like years on him. Like he's lived in a carrying <laughs> large, yeah, and carrying large amps and shit. Like, take it out of you. Hey, he didn't party though. Even though he was in the premier party band, he was straight edge. So yeah, I partied. I he's partied, got that I going partied. for him. He was in LMFAO. <laughs> <laughs> I got a piss. Um, you know what? I just <laughs> that was dynamite. I, yeah, I I didn't watch again. Didn't watch that match, so I have no idea how it ended it up. I think seeing it on paper like that, I'm like. Why are you having Death Triangle, you know, eat a pin to Butcher and Blade? Unless fucking Kingston got involved or something. But, uh, oh, it looks like maybe he did. I don't know. <laughs> probably. It's AEW. There's probably a Yeah, line. you have to have some sort of fucked up, uh, you know, crazy-ass finish. Something like something overbooked. Um, but I'm just, I am still just so happy that the bastard's back. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, him versus Kingston is going to be so sick whenever it happens. That's true. Yeah, it'll be weird just because Kingston's like a brawler and Pac is like known as like a good wrestler, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh yeah. So like they're they're not gonna be evenly matched. No, I don't think. No, I think Eddie so. Kingston would you know if they were trying to actually go at it like what like real hard. I think Kingston would get blown up real fucking quick. <laughs> yeah. Pack. Yeah. Yeah. What the, what it's gonna have to be is Kingston. Like trying to turn it into a brawl, mm-hmm. and then Pack throwing him into the barricade eighty times in a row, like he does can, in every single yeah, match. Like can him. can Eddie take moves? Like can he yeah. like take moves and sell them and He's stuff? Been in the game a long time. He's a good base because he works okay. with the car forever. Okay. Um, you can take some moves, but 
he ain't working a fast pack like work weight right style match at yeah. yeah. Like I don't like talking shit about him one because I'm scared of him and two because I legitimately think he's wonderful. Like oh, he's yeah. got like he's got such charisma. He's really good. He's a good brawler, and but his talking is what got him over. Yeah, well, yeah, to say that he's not, you know, that he doesn't have Pac's work rate is not talking shit. Like, yeah. one, most people don't, like, <laughs> just in general. Um, two, like, he, like, that wrestling doesn't have to all be work rate and, like, yeah. and that indie style shit. Like, mm-hmm. that stuff is, you know... Uh, like the current like trend of wrestling is trending towards that but like I actually really appreciate now when we see people like come up and like make it like you know get over in in the era we're in not doing that like the the exceptions to that yeah yeah um I think are like really cool when we get to see that like yeah someone like RJ City who like yeah is blown up on personality and stuff like that yeah I guess I'm like I was really excited for Eddie versus Mox, but I'm not as excited for Eddie versus Pac. I'm see that's so funny because I'm exactly the opposite because I'm just okay. curious what I'm curious like how they go with it. Like, yeah, because yeah. I think Pac can have a brawl that would be really cool too. If oh, he, yeah. like, if he just like bought into like doing a Kingston match, that'd be interesting. Kind of like the Ken, the Kenny Omega Mox death match. Mm-hmm. that we got mm-hmm. yeah that's a good uh good like a uh, comparison so i was just uh on my phone just seeing if there's any news real quick that was noteworthy and this headline caught my eye okay bret hart says simpsons had no idea how big of a star he was oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's, holy fuck. I, that's, I, that's I, the bret hart quote of the week i scanned through it and it's like when he did the little cameo on The Simpsons. Right. Um, he they wanted him just to be like uh, just the general wrestler, the Mad Viking, but he said that his limo driver um, like had to go refuel and do some stuff, and he was waiting for a little bit, and then all these people from Fox like wanted to come get his autograph, and he said he was signing for about thirty or forty minutes, and then the director's like, "Oh, he's a big deal," and then that's when they changed it to Bret Hart. Instead of like the mad Viking they said they wanted him to be. <laughs> that honest that's actually cool. What a Bret Hart story. I know, just like oh, they even even the Simpsons under really famous. Yeah, even the Simpsons underappreciated how good I am. <laughs> you had a Simpsons leather jacket. Um, but before we move on, I, I just remember it was really funny when uh when John Mo- or when uh, Kenny Omega did tell John Moxley to leave the garbage wrestling at home for a night, and then said that his dad could kick uh, Moxley's dad's ass. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if John knows his dad. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't think. I mean, from everything I've heard, John from John doesn't like talk about that. <laughs> what? No, I'm screenshot. I just found this article too, and I'm just screenshotting this headline because it's so funny. It's uh, so good. Did we ever? Find out who Kenny's friend from North Carolina is. It's reference to Hangman because oh. Hangman's from North Carolina. Oh. oh. Okay. Ah. All right. Fun little. Fun little. Really, East, like you have to be a East real East. big nerd to know that, and I am. Well, that's the thing, and I, I. It's weird hearing them in interview. That's like we're making a wrestling show for wrestling fans. It's like, but what fans exactly are you going for? 
because a lot of the yes yes Isai, but but it's people who are as deep in as I am, but also like blinded by some shit. Yeah, yeah I guess because yeah, it's I don't know because the, the people who are the people who are uh, at a, a, a fan level uh, who have the knowledge such as you do uh, seem to not be enjoying AEW as much as they would like us to believe that the wrestling fans are yeah uh, they're, they're really they made a wrestling uh they made a wrestling promotion for the people who bought bullet club t-shirts at hot topic yeah. yes yep and brady <laughs> i think i bought my bullet club shirt at hot topic I bought a I bought a New Japan patch at, at Hot Topic, but what are you gonna do? Well, no, it's just like the, the fans have got into the. Um, <laughs> I hundred percent. Uh, yeah, I, I totally get your. I was just realizing. That, yeah, that's. Yeah, it's like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I'm glad I never got seat? the uh, umbrella like I always wanted. Fuck, dude. I yeah. I didn't get the act like the Bullet Club one, but I got an umbrella in a in a wrestling crate. Like that's right. I have okay. a multiple shirts that like I got, especially the wrestling crate that, that are like, just canceled. That are just canceled. Like I, I, shirts are canceled, I've dude. started actually. I haven't finished them yet, but I'm like gonna list them on like Depop and shit just to try to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sell my Joey Ryan shirts on the Christian market. <laughs> uh, let's talk about NXT. Oh, games. Oh, I'm sorry. That's me. I was. That's the attack. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it. Really good episode, and started with when uh, isn't it? Honestly, that's it's been a minute since it hasn't been. That's They've sure. been um hitting everything pretty good, especially like with stories and stuff, and everything's been very consistent on that, which makes it a nice watch. Yeah, um, we it started off with uh, Candace versus Ember Moon, just to you know show how a good sign of a good episode that it's about to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know what I like about that too is it seems like, um, and full transparency, also haven't watched all of NXT, so if I'm wrong, let me know. But it okay. seems like Team LeRae for the War Games match is trying to systematically make it so that they don't have any opponents in that War Games match, like they're like with Ember Moon, well, right? Well, and they're then, also seeming like they're trying to make a statement, exactly. Mm-hmm. They're trying to be like, try to get in our way. Yeah, we'll we'll hobble you. We'll hobble you before you can even get in the cage. Which, yeah. which then makes you want to see the ba- in theory makes you want to see the baby faces rise up and come and fucking get them. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm I'm happy my theory about Indy Hartwell being in the team was wrong because now we get this, in that match with Ember. Tony came out. So yeah, the the finish was like a bunch of shit with Dakota and Raquel coming out and Ember trying to fight them all off. Indy came out, took a Eclipse and. Ends up in a fucking neck brace for whatever reason, um, which is it's just impressive. But with all the melee and shit, Candace gets her, hits the wicked stepsister super dragon stomp. It's the one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Tony Storm then comes out to help out Ember after she already got beat down once, um, and then fucking turns on her. Tony Storm turn, turned heel. Yep. Yeah, uh, I was. I'm so stoked on that. Yeah. yeah, different Tony finally. Like it's Tony time. Mm-hmm. Tony time. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see her, what they do with her as a heel. Also, I, I I like that she turned heel because it's like they like announced their returns on the, at the same time, mm. and then they went and had the match, and then now it's like they're kind of always connected, you know. Yeah, yeah. Their returns, 
And so now it adds another layer to that onion. It's good times. Onion. Um, Tony Storm, I think, can be a really good heel because she can be she's a great wrestler and she can be super vicious now, mm-hmm. which will be really cool to see. Um that that I like the team that they have with Candace, Tony, Dakota, and Raquel. Like you got the muscle, you got like the brains behind it all. You got like the, the kicker. Like, the, well, you got like the two super solid workers. Yeah, yeah. Too. I mean, Candace is also a really solid worker, but like oh, right 100%. now, she's like, which is so wild to think of. But she's the fucking mouthpiece. Like, think about that. Yeah. Whoa. That that's fucking wild because she was never known for her promos, and then especially as a baby face, it was just always like, oh, I'm just happy to be here, and I'm tough, and I may be small, but I'm a fighter. Now it's like she's up that fucking character game so much. She's like a different fucking person. Mm. It's great. It's wonderful. Yeah. I so, love the evolution. Have they built the other team at all? Um, they haven't like announced who it is, but I mean, it's so far it's going to end up being uh, Shotzi, uh, Ember, and Rhea, and I don't know who the fourth is. What but, if it's no? Because Eo has their own thing going on, right? It might be Eo, or it might be. Um, like a returning Mercedes Martinez has been. Oh around. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Eo yeah. also doesn't have a challenger because she's like beating everyone. Yeah, and yeah. all all the challengers are tied up in war games. Other yeah, than all the challengers uh, are tied up in war games. Maybe uh maybe the the mysterious Zia? uh Zia Lee. Uh, no, they're doing some other shit with her. <laughs> oh, that wasn't on the Hulu cut. All right, let's let's continue. Oh my god. I'm excited to hear it. I have I don't know what it is. Yeah, so oh, we yeah. got we got some stuff with uh, Legato Fantasma, just basically talking shit and talking shit on Kurt Stallion, who's the number one contender right now, which is wild. It's also my it's also spot. my self appointed nickname. Like considering I had forgotten he signed until I saw him on Two Hundred Five Live, like when I started trying to like started trying to watch that again like three weeks ago, and he's the number one contender already. Like, if you get some extra time, it's not bad. Yeah, it's a good, it's a fun little show. Like, it's like you don't even have to like really worry about knowing the stories going on. I don't think like it's most of them are pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, like you just watch it. It's just good wrestling. They explain everything. Like that's kind of the nice thing nice with those shows is because yeah, I would say the nice thing with those shows too is because they're trying to just fill up that that hour. They play a lot of recaps of what's going on. In, and then uh, what's the nice stories. about 205 Live right now is guys like Kurt Stallion, guys like August Gray, they're there, they're getting reps. They're they're kind of developing things with them there. So then they can, when they go to NXT TV proper, it's, um, there, there's already, there's already some substance there. It's not just like some random person. It's like, oh, this guy's been wrestling and he knows the style and it's not going to be shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can like play clips from a WWE program to introduce people to them on this new show. Like kind of like they did with Mustafa, like Mustafa Ali when he started like coming to the main show. Yeah. When he was on SmackDown from 205 Live, they're like, this is the fucking dude. Here's his shit. And this is why we're excited. And then he beats Brian. What a fucking run. I'm Mm -hmm. so bummed. We never got to see what would have happened, but also we got Kofi Mania. I mean, it's a toss up. One thing. One thing before we move on on NXT, we got Kevin Owens on commentary. Oh, yeah. That was a delight. I loved that, like, when Candice was by the table, he's like, hi, Candice. And like, <laughs> she's, she's busy. 
Um, yeah. Also, no, when like history. she took like a she took like such a shitty like a shitty bump, it was like a really hard bump, and he just starts laughing <laughs> because he's like, "Oh, you know that hurts." Yeah. <laughs> um. And then we got Undisputed Era back, Adam Cole back. So good talking to them. What they're doing with Kyle, like showing that serious side of him, mm-hmm. like, God, it's so good. It Love felt it. so good also to have Adam Cole talking. God damn, you used to forget how fucking. And Adam Cole being like, I like this, Kyle. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you could do it. Yeah. This is like when they turned the shield baby face. And I think they got like a whole other run now and then. Like oh, yeah. NXT, just being baby faces. And then you have the split. We got yeah. years of television with them leading the charge. Yeah. It, Hell yeah. 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 So good. Um, sorry. And then let's see. Oh, uh, God. Timothy Thatcher. And, there, there's a bunch. There was a lot of backstage segments setting stuff up in this episode which mm-hmm. if you watch the the hulu cut like i did a, a initially and then i actually watched it again on the network once it came up yesterday mm-hmm. and um there's so there's so much backstage stuff that they cut for the hulu yeah, oh, yeah. they they cut like every entrance and it makes you the hulu cut made me feel like i didn't miss anything but i clearly did you you, like do, you don't know who Mackenzie Mitchell is because you just don't see her ever. You just don't see her, yeah. Yeah. So they, they like had another thing with Tony Storm and like that old team, but I, I, I like it because like um Mackenzie's like like well who's gonna be the, the, the team? Who's the fourth person? She's like, Are you stupid? And she's like, Get out of here. <laughs> it's just great. Like the way Johnny and Candace react to Mackenzie's always funny. Mm-hmm. So they introduce the new Tony Storm. Yeah, um, it just you saying that remind it, it reminds me of like back in NXT the Iconics with Kayla Braxton. Oh yeah, like that was always like really good. Just like Man, or, they were so funny in NXT. Or if you want to go even a step further, Dana Brooke to number Devin. She was the backstage interview for a while. That got oh uh, yeah, yeah, and so that one also because she used to pat her on the head. Mm. And say playtime's over. I gotta go get Connor from Sacker. Um, we got uh, Timmy Thatcher and Kushida. Hey, which, well, uh, yeah. Did they, they, they yeah, were, I watched that. They were at the first part of the match. It felt a little weird. Like they, they, like you would think would be matched so well, but at first it kind of reminded me of like Kevin Owens and AJ Styles, where just sometimes people just don't click. But then, yeah. the, like the last half of this match, I'm like, oh, never mind. They got it. To, they got on the same page because mm. yeah. it then turned fucking awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it actually like felt like you know, like two people, like like two, almost like two musicians or something that are, that are both good, but ha- like haven't just haven't played together before, or like like I've had that experience with like a new drummer or something where it's like takes a minute, but then you you get when it clicks it clicks yeah it's like even if you are into the same styles and everything it's like you there's still a feeling out process yeah and so i kind of had the same you kind of have the same thought it's like oh easy like thatcher and kushida boom gold from the get-go but it's like no they still need to feel each other out they probably haven't wrestled each other before no kushida's been in new japan for a very very long time and thatcher came to WWE because he didn't get and nobody for some reason offered him anything in japan <laughs> yeah um it's like 
especially with like technical style like this, like it feels especially like you can't, like you need to know exactly how the other person like rolls into moves and like what counters they do and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like to make, to make Thatcher running around and calling it in the ring to make Thatcher tap out like that to me, that that's a, that's a huge move for. And so I, 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 I love that they did because Brian Alvarez on his review was bitching about it because he was just talking. It's like, it's like, why, why make him lose? Why do this? Blah, blah. And he explained in his complaint that Tim that Timothy Thatcher says that it does. It's not a loss unless he's, unless it's a submission. And so last week he didn't want to fight Tommaso. He's like, I don't have a problem with him. And then after Tommaso kind of distracted him and he got tapped out, then he looks and he's like, he's going to have a problem with me now. Mm-hmm. And so like, to me, like it means something because now he then actually lost in his mind. He will have a problem because if he, do, if he just gets like rolled up pin and he, to him, that's not a loss. So why would he be mad? He's just but like, to tap, whatever. it's personal. Yeah. But now it's getting into his own game. It makes it personal. Now he's going to want to go make Tommaso Ciampa lose and he wants to make, wants to hurt him, wants to make him tap. It's, so then it actually gets a story and gets like exactly and it elevates Kushida. Like he exactly. he it, looks it serves, stronger coming out of this. Multiple things. Mm-hmm. And I want to see Champa and Thatcher be in a mean guy match. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Fight pit. Were you gonna say Oster before I went on my diatribe? Oh, I was about to say when isn't Alvarez complaining? That's very he likes uh like some stuff. He probably um, loves AEW, doesn't he? He's back and forth. He actually likes a lot of NXT. Okay. Some of the stuff, some of the weird stuff he harps on is just really strange. But it's also like for his job for the last 20 years or whatever has just been watching every minute of wrestling. Yeah. So weird little things probably bug the shit out of me. Mm. Just like his voice bugs the shit out of me. It stinks. <laughs> it sucks. He's a geek. It stinks. He's John Lovitz of the, as a critic. <laughs> it stinks. Oh my god! Just John. I actually want to see just a show that's just Brian Alvarez explaining wrestling to John Lovitz. <laughs> That'd be great. Now, uh, we don't like this guy, or what? Like, what's what's his deal? He stinks. He's losing his mind, and I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> And I haven't thought about how much I love John Lovitz in a minute. So funny. <laughs> I, right, I don't so. know why. The, I, I think of fucking bench warmers now when I think of John Lovitz. Oh, that's, that's like the last thing I, that's that's last thing I, think, I remember him being in. When I think yeah. of Nick Swartzen, I think of uh, bench warmers. I think of Rat Race, and I've never seen it. What? <laughs> how have you never seen Rat Race? I, I'm good at avoiding things. I watched that movie twice in one day once as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got super into 80s and early 90s SNL, so mm. a while ago. So I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Lovitz. And I also liked The Critic as a kid, just because it reminded me of The Simpsons. And I love The Simpsons, so. It stinks. That's been Lovitz talk. Um, oh, man. I hope, I hope I remember that as a potential episode title. <laughs> Um, we got uh, Kit. We got Mackenzie Mitchell talking to uh, all of Pat McAfee's guys, the kings I, of NXT. Fucking Pete Dunn is great on the mic, and you forget that. But then fucking Oni's like getting into his character so much more. It's great. And Danny, even Danny Birch, like 
see, getting him to be just like a like cocky shit, basically like shithead like soccer fan. Like yeah. that's that like he's like out of like train spotting or something like that or like. Man, that's crazy that you just said that. Katie and I watched that movie yesterday. That's a sad time. It's um, a sad fucking movie. Don't do heroin, y'all. Yeah, don't do heroin. <laughs> um, um, one thing I I like is like like how with the undisputed era talks, Kyle is great, Adam is great, Bobby is fine, and then Roddy's just like, yeah, I'm gonna beat up that Oni guy. He's a dork. Yeah, yeah, but totally. The, but the thing is, like, I don't even think like Roddy's not a great promo but i don't even think of him as a bad promo because i just think of him as talking how i think he probably actually talks like yeah yeah, yeah. it seems exactly who he is and yeah it comes it comes across very well i do like that charm but like he just like when he peppers things in it's just like and yeah this no, and that's the best thing is he comes across like that like the guy just in the back just like trying to just route things up a little bit more like yeah that's what yeah. i fucking said too he seems Roderick Strong seems like somebody who would cite like Van Wilder as one of his favorite movies. Oh yeah, he says bro like almost as yeah. much as Matt Riddle like in real life. Dude, when they made those guys eat the dogs come in the sandwiches, dude, it's like is American Pie one or two the best one? I don't know. I have to we watch them again this weekend. Well, I signed up for Band just because that, you know, <laughs> that movie, Band Camp. I love it, <laughs> bro. Now he's. I mean, I will say though the the picture that Marina Shapiro posted of uh, when Dream was talking shit about his 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 hog, and she's like, "This was the day after our wedding." And she's oh, he's in, in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. He's, I, he's the Messiah of the backbreak. I'll tell you that. Oh, <laughs> Roderick, raw dick, dude. Roderick Chris. strong. Raw dick strong, dude. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> my friend Chris, I just want to <laughs> FaceTime him. <laughs> Just get him on this call real quick. It's like, what's up? Besides, I was just moshing to your your jam in my home workout studio. Oh yeah. Um, Continue. Sorry. Oh, we got uh, after that. We got the KO show. Hell yeah. Beyond rough. I like that they're trying to incredible. I like that they're trying to make uh, Leon Ruff endearing. Mm -hmm. Like make it so it's like, dude, like, like first off, be confident in yourself, but like show his vulnerability. Yeah, and, his, and like again, it makes it's like a real human emotion, a real thing. Yeah, it's the like, like the him saying like, "Am I a joke to you?" thing like last week was like one of the most like the realest like feeling segments in wrestling that I remember in a while because that's like that's like a very real feeling of like are you like like disrespecting me? Like usually it felt more hurt than angry. Yeah, and it's just because like. It plays on people's like real emotions and thoughts that maybe they don't belong or they don't deserve what they have, and I, I like it's real. Like it, it's not like a, a wrestling type angle. It's just like, hey, like here's this guy who looks like everybody in the crowd as far as like his size or even smaller. Mm-hmm. It's like, and he's fucking doing it, and he needs to be confident. And KOs there being like, hey, I wasn't supposed to make it either. I know we're on different sides of the look spectrum on that, but it's like, it's like I worked hard and you worked hard to get here. Like, be fucking proud. And it's mm-hmm. supposed to kind of give you like, yeah, this, this kid's good. And so mm-hmm. it's cool. I liked it. I almost want I, like, I wonder whose idea this segment was of like, one like bringing in KO, like all this stuff, and then like having KO be the one to like 
put him over. I wonder if like Kevin, it was Kevin Owens idea. Like, I could see that. I could see that. Or I mean, I could also see Triple H and or Shawn Michaels Sean. being like, knowing like, Oh, Kevin is the one we need for this. Like, yeah. I love Kevin, Kevin breaking kayfabe a little bit. Just being like, you said his name. Now he's going to come. Having fun. Yes. It was fun. It wasn't forced comedy in a musical number. (laughs) No. Hey, hey. It was fun. Yeah. There was Kevin Steen out there. Yeah. It's like, okay. That's a very Triple H thing, by the way. Triple H loves breaking the fourth wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, like I he mean, he almost, got, he almost got fired for it once. <laughs> and then... Like when he pulled the format sheet out of his boots once. He's like, no, that you're not supposed to come out till here. Or when he's or asked Kofi. Kofi, Co- yeah. yeah. Hey, hold on. Aren't you supposed to be Jamaican? And that's how they dropped Kofi's Jamaican accent. That rocks. Um, but yeah, so Leon says Johnny's name and Kevin gets a little flustered. Uh, Johnny comes out and he gets a chair for Johnny and he's like I don't want the stupid chair he says I hate chairs like, <laughs> I he hate loves wheels chairs. I, I love stand. wheels I, I don't Are like we, I don't like dinosaurs anymore I like cowboys Johnny, I like cowboys what do you sit in when you play your video games beanbag <laughs> it's, that's the most wheel like chair is that optimal for gaming it's a big beanbag. I got big TV so I can lay back, stuff the back end of it so I'm leaning and playing on my new big TV. He's got a tire swing installed in his living room because it's the most wheel thing you could sit on. <laughs> was it was it nice hanging out with your friend Kevin? Ke- Kevin's a jerk. <laughs> you used to be friends, though. He used to kick my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um also the commercial of the of candace and johnny like set like i don't know if you guys saw this if you watched the hulu edit but they did like a merch commercial for the wwe shop and like going through it's like you tore her acl you beat her up you, you broke her tank so you probably should buy their shirt they need money <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's cute um oh yeah I'm stealing this from you, Zach. Go. Oh, yeah. Go. Um, after that, we got, let's see. Damian Priest came out. Yeah, Damian Priest came out. They set up the yeah. three-way. Three yeah, so Kevin, got, Kevin got him a chair, and Kevin was just like, and Damian Priest, instead of like getting mad about it, I was like, no, I'm cool, bro. That's chill. <laughs> oh, I I'm like, cool. I That's like, chill. I don't even know why we bring these chairs. <laughs> I... Was so down on Damian Priest for a while. Oh, yeah. And I really like him now. Mm. I like this story because it's like, I feel bad because it feels like Leon Ruff is just there to pr- promote the story, but I think there's something else for him after this. Well, I feel like if also, you're. It, it elevates him instantly. Yeah. If you're yeah. Leon Ruff, you got nothing but fucking, you got nothing but things to gain from being in a feud with Johnny Gargano and fucking uh, Punisher. You go from being Austin's only loss. Or only win, like, in the last year or whatever. Like, last, like, five months to, like, being the North American champion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know know what you mean. He does feel glaringly third-wheel-ish in this thing. But he's the one with the title, which kind of makes sense. I think that's that's the the, the point, because then it's going to elevate him. 
It's going to yeah. help him. Total underdog. Yeah. It's, it's funny to watch a program with Johnny where he's not the one who has to sort of overcome being the small guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually perfect because he's a heel, and you yeah. want him to be able to beat somebody up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that we got Cameron Grimes versus Jake Atlas. This was not on the Hulu edit. I'm um, sad because Jake it. Atlas just got beat real bad. Uh-huh. But I think it, it's um, it is Grime time though. He'll be Grime he'll time. be he'll be fine when they like when he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah like thinking yeah. about thinking about Atlas versus uh like Santos Escobar the other week. It's like Jake Atlas will be he will be fine, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but. There's just uh, it's in service of another story that we just yeah, can't let die. Right now, I think they're kind of still just having him be on TV, get his reps in, and then they're going to actually go full story with him. So, um, what you guys, think of a I, fucking, what do you guys think of a strap match for Cameron Grimes um, and Dexter, Dexter Loomis? Wait, it'll be it'll be fine. Like I'm glad that they're doing a strap match and not like another blindfold match because I'm not the biggest fans of those. Um, strap matches are rarely good, but I think Cameron Grimes will make it good. It'll be entertaining. For sure. I think it'll be the, the finish of this thing, because I'm sick of yes. this feud. So am I. I'm I sick think, of Dexter Loomis in general. I think, I honestly think what it's going to be, because it'd be such a sick spot, is like, with the strap, Cameron Grimes getting pulled into Dexter Loomis and hitting a cave-in. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'll yeah. be cool. Yeah. Like, overcome his fear. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. they. I, I really hope Grimes is the one who comes... Yeah, as do I. It's grime time. It's not like this whole thing has been built to build grimes. Like Loomis has always just been looming. Loomis. Um. Got a really we just got a Rhea promo to setting up more war game stuff. Mm -hmm. Was there another Shotzi one with her building a tank? That's my favorite thing in the world. I love her building a tank, listening to like Iron Maiden or ACDC or whatever it is. Yeah, neither of those, right? Who was it? It was War Pigs by Black Sabbath. That one. That one. Because of course, War Pigs, War Game. It has this irony in the song. He's paying for some fucking songs, man. Yeah, dude. Mm. Yeah. Um. Okay, we so now we get the boat, the Zyalee stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, tight! Tell me all about it. Oh my god! Um, so they're like fucking disheveled, like they've been. Yeah, kidding. and then um, like they're in, like they get like they're like loaded into a car and flying. Like, uh huh. Boa and Zaya. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and they look like they haven't slept. They like they put like makeup on to make it look like awful, like sunken in. Um, then they get brought in front of somebody. I don't know who she is. A mystery lady. Mm. And the, the the fucking dragon wizard puts the shit on their um, hands again. Yeah. And then like they're like crying, saying, "Please, like, we give us one more shot. We'll like we're not gonna lose." And then she, put, I think, said no. It's just fucking strange. It's strange. It's just weird stuff. But it was. I'm, I'll have to go back and watch that on the network. That's like exciting. Mortal Kombat Power Rangers. It's exactly Mortal yes. Kombat Power Rangers. Exactly Holy that. Holy shit. And like, is this dragon lady just a random person? Or is it going to be I don't know who it's going to be. It's in a, I'm guessing going to be a wrestler, but I don't know who. Yeah. Um, I have guy, literally no idea. This yeah. is fucking tight as hell. I know. Sorry. It's awesome. It's, it's, I'm gonna, it's awesome. I'm going to rewatch that today. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we got uh, it was 
uh, Ever Rise think we're gonna get an Ever Rise match, but then Grizzled Young Veterans come and destroy them. That was oh. cool. I took my shoe off. Um, I, I love uh, is Zach Baggins. <laughs> no, Zachy Gibbs. Oh, I said Zach Baggins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love how disappointed Kevin Owens was because he's friends with Ever Rise. Like, they're great friends. They're from Canada. They wrestled a million times. Oh, okay. And so he's like, Beth is like, oh, that's good. We got them. He's like, no, that's a downgrade. I wanted to see Ever Rise. <laughs> um, I I kind of didn't realize how much I missed Grizzled Young Veterans, though, just because they're so shitty. It'll be nice to like, have them back. Yeah. Okay. Okay, then. <laughs> Um, got more uh, Candice stuff, and just like war game stuff, and war games. Um, yeah, they they reveal that there's a second ghost face. Yeah, that like the thing that we've known this whole time. But uh, was it uh, us? Yeah. Did they unmask them? No, no. Oh, they're okay. just like they were getting into a car, and there was a second ghost face, like in the back seat. Mm. Like, definitely yeah, a little, yeah. like, family, like, getting into the car. Okay. Vibes going on. Um, and then, yeah. We got uh, a, the main event, which was uh, my dream match. Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly in a ladder match. Jesus Christ. Yeah, first Kyle the gets the advantage in war games. I don't know how Kyle did not die. Uh, yeah, that, like, weird twisting ladder bump. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if it was on purpose or just like a fuck up, but it was terrible. Whenever it happened, it happened. It was great. And then um, I love Kevin pulling for Kyle. They're friends. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. And then uh, somebody ran in and fucking uh, interfered. And yeah. it was way too. figure wearing the weird mask. It's way too. Yeah, when to be Pat the McAfee, McAfee mask. For them to pretend it's Pat McAfee. Yeah. He said he wasn't going to be there. So there, there's somebody else. I have a thought, just because I saw their name recently. Maybe a Tyler Bate? Hasn't been mm. seen on really anything. And oh. it would make sense with Peter Dune. Yeah. They're in, uh, I don't know. But that's just be- a thought for me. Cause I just can't think of anybody else that's in the main event level that would interfere. Unless, yeah. unless they're gonna go, and this is just a thought I had right now, and maybe it's because I just hit the pen a couple times. Maybe it'd be cool to see Kushida with them, because the new aggressive Kushida turning feel think he didn't get the respect when he came over from Japan. And Pat McAfee saw how good he was, so he's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, come over here with us, buddy." But yeah. I've <laughs> it's too cool. small. I can't because they locked the door. I I really want to see Pat McAfee get the shit kicked out of him though. That's I mean, I guess he still will on the outside, but no, he's going to be in the ma- no, he's going to be in the match. But that's so it's 5 on 5? No, it'll be 4 on 4, but then you have looming in your head the other guy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Cost, I was like cost, because undisputed era is losing. Doesn't need to win. Yeah, the kings of NXT need this one to legitimize them. Mm-hmm. 
And if they're heels and you have an extra guy, that's fine because you're a heel. Yeah. Um, yeah, so be done with the match they get. Of course, heels get the advantage in war games. Mm-hmm. That's the only way only way you can do it. It was they gave it some time. Yeah. Like we got like good like fifteen, I think. This is a good portion, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that was NXT. War games. Yeah. Oh, also the fucking Regal Petty Long thing. Oh, that was great. That was, that was so good. Yeah, Re- Regal impersonating Teddy Long. Because because yeah, Kevin Owens just kept saying, just kept saying, "Oh, now Teddy Long's gonna come out because you mentioned the authority or whatever." Yeah, and but yeah, Regal came out and like made the triple threat match official. War games said Playa at the end of it. It was great. Yeah. Um, NXT is my favorite TV show. Um, yeah, that's the show, guys. That's the show, people. That's the show, back friends. Our bullshit. That's two ten. God damn it! I'm sorry. Um, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And Russell Boys Two Sixteen says, uh, "Fuck genocide, fuck capitalism, um, love your family." Thursday was my day, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I almost ended the Zoom call. I'm sorry.